Oh, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. We never a dull moment with Tottenham. Get rid of a manager. Apparently, bringing in a manager that we wanted four months ago, and it's taken. Uh, you thought seventy-two days was bad to get a manager. We've waited almost one hundred and twenty to get Conte, and if everything's to be believed, and then we've got to talk about a dreadful result, uh, toxic atmosphere. Um, I think both my guests. Uh, uh, I've got another guest as well. Um, Brian, who's going to be with us in a couple of minutes, who was there as well. Uh, toxic atmosphere, so we'll hear about that. I've got a United fan, possibly two coming on. Uh, they're friends of mine, so hopefully they'll be fairly nice. But uh, at the moment, Adam, how you doing? Adam Matthews, always on. Uh, how you doing? Good, good. A bit disappointed by, by the weekend. Went to the game. It was bad atmosphere, very toxic atmosphere. So it's disappointing, but what can you do? We should be used to it by now. <laughs> Unfortunately, so yeah. And Tommy, Tommy talks ball. TTB, how you doing? Yeah, good, good, good. Um, I'm, I'm a lot happier now. Nuno's gone. I said before yeah. the Saturday game, I don't really want him to go. I'll wait till Christmas, but it's just getting too much. It's getting too much now. And I was at the game as well. I was at the game as well, Adam, and it was deafening. That Lucas Lucas yeah. substitution. That was just a substitution. It was yeah. deafening. And I think the the, the Levy like. The, the ones that sit on the fence were like, it's all related. So it's a bad substitution by a bad manager, which was a bad appointment by Levy. So I think it all combined at that specific point. And it was, yeah, it was, um, it was unbelievable. I'm just glad. I'm just glad it's gone now, yeah. to be quite honest. Yeah. Well, well, I, mentioned your uh, I mentioned your channel there. I was on yesterday. Uh, you were hoping Nuno would be fired there, so you had something to talk about. I've got the Nuno news today. And then you'll be doing one tomorrow, and you've got the Conte news. So it's a, it's a, a kind of a seesaw thing. But, yeah, Tommy Talks Ball. It's in the description anyway, but uh, for people who don't know where people find it. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. TTB, Tommy Talks Ball. Um, I've just done a stream about half five. I've just done a stream about half five. So uh, that was just a solo stream. and got quite um, busy and you learn things. You, as we do the stream today, you're going to learn things. And I like that the bloody compensation was £14 million to Nuno, which is which is crazy. So, yeah, that went live earlier. So if you want to check that out, check that out and just subscribe to my channel. Chris is on there a lot. Excellent. And make sure you like and subscribe to this channel, which is an excellent channel. And, uh, yeah, I love, I love being on it, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. oh no problem. Pleasure to have you both and Brian when he comes on and uh, the other guys as well. But... Uh, yeah, we're obviously sad Spurs fans, so you've got to please like and subscribe to all Spurs channels that we need cheering up. So, yeah, hit the like, hit the subscribe. Uh, it all helps the channel grow and, and get your comments in. That also helps as well. But uh, let's get down to it, Adam. Nuno's gone. Uh, it was fairly inevitable, wasn't it, I think. Uh, it was just a matter of time. Like Tommy mentioned there, Christmas, but it was kind of a matter of time. Um, uh, what... I mean, you were at the game. The, the, the noise for Lucas's uh, substitution was loud on the telly. Uh, I was told by my dad who went uh, and yourselves, uh, it was deafening there. Uh, but Nuno gone after 10 games. You think that's the right thing? Yeah, definitely. All right, buddy. All right. How are we doing, Adam? How are we doing, Tommy? How are we doing, Chris? Yeah, not yeah, too it's bad. Pretty good, man. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, Adam. Uh, Nuno gone. Good, good thing or... or... He wasn't the right fit for Spurs um, in the way he, he set us up and the way he plays. And, um, it, he, just, he said when he came to Tottenham that he understood like, the philosophy of our play, that we like to play with flair and attacking. But he, he seemed like he, he just didn't take that on. Um, it, just, it just wasn't that... The, the way we played just wasn't, wasn't Tottenham. Um, the game on uh, Saturday didn't register a shot on target. 
Um, every time we came forward, it broke down because we just had no creativity. We had no ideas, a lot of sideways, backwards passing. Um, yeah, it, it just wasn't good. It wasn't good watching. And um, we, we, we can't have another game, a home game against, you know, a rival for top top four, really, if if, if we were going to go for top four. Um, without registering a shot, shot on target, it's just not, it's just not on. It's just not on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you had to go. Yeah, let me just bring in uh, Matt, you know, United fan, so uh, be careful. You've got four Spurs fans here, but uh, no, Matt, for as long as I do, he won't be that horrible. But uh, <laughs> we, we're just talking about uh, Nuno. Uh, you've obviously seen the news on that. I mean, this was nicknamed our game El Sacchio, and uh, we, we've actually won something because Nuno won El Sacchio. But um, are you surprised? <laughs> something is something. We'll take it. Are you surprised that he, he's um, gone after ten games, or do you think? Yeah, what, what do you think as an outsider, not a Spurs fan? But... Not after Saturday. Like watch, watching the game and then the highlights again after you know match of the day. Just seeing that atmosphere in the ground, it was didn't stand a chance, did he? Really? Um, but I, I don't quite know. Are you surprised that he was playing that style of football? Like you know, we yeah. we've, had, we've had Wolves in the Premier League for a number of years now. It's 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 nothing new, is it? Um, but it comes back to decision making, and you know, you. I, I don't quite still. I don't. I don't quite know why you hired him. To be honest, <laughs> well, it's because of someone who's uh, the in charge of hiring. That's why we hired him. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, uh, Brian, uh, thoughts on Nuno? Do you feel sorry for the guy? Do you think he had it coming? Do you think it was his own fault, or do you think he was going to hide him for nothing? Or what do you think of? So, so, so first of all, how did I know you were coming to me after you mentioned the owner's name? How did I know you were coming to me? Um, but, um, but yeah, all, all I can say, I mean, <laughs> first thing I will say, first thing I will say is, I, I don't know if you're, sorry, Matt will feel this way as well, then I'll go on to speak about Nuno. I had a very, very close friend of mine who's a Manchester United fan, phone, uh, WhatsApp me when this started breaking like wildfire, to, or it broke like wildfire yesterday, but today it really, really uh, kicked on. And he sent me a message and go, do you know what? Manchester United may have won the game, but Tottenham have won the war. Because <laughs> what we're what we're going to get onto within the subject is is quite frankly, I'm I'm still in shock, but I'm very excited. Um, was am I surprised Nuno was sacked? No. Um, do I think he deserved more time because of what was happening? I believe as a manager, he deserved more time. But then when you look at the actual facts behind it, when you look at the amount of times, like uh, Adam said at the beginning, no shots on target. Four successive defeats to in London derbies, losing them 10-1 on aggregate. Um, the style of play, the the lack of substitutions or the wrong substitutions, the in-game management, the you can see the attitude of the players. They're like, we know this. That they've done this with managers. If they're not happy, they'll just act like little teenagers and little kids and just see the next manager off. Um, well, those days, they're over. Because I don't think this new manager will take it. But um, listen, you never, uh, no, you never like to see someone lose their job. Um, apart from someone that might pocket fourteen million pounds for four four months' Crazy. work, then you like, Crazy. then you like, mm, yeah. Do you know what? That's, that's I, I, almost I got, double Steve Bruce. It, it, it's ridiculous. It, 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 it's sodding ridiculous. Um, so, do I think he warranted the sack? 
on the on the basis, no, I don't because he wasn't given the time, the backing, whatever. But when you look at the harder facts and who Tottenham Hotspur are, or any football team actually, doesn't it? if you're if you're Manchester United, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Four successive defeats in uh like Northwest Derbies or whatever, let's say Liverpool, Man City, Liverpool, Man City. But <clears throat> obviously in London you've got the more teams uh in, in this city than any other in the Premier League. Um the lack of Attra- uh, attacking football, the lack of attempts, the the the, the way the players were acting, it, it's writing on the wall. It's writing on the wall. Um, and I think the whole thing changed, and we'll get into it. I heard you saying it when I was getting ready. Uh, it all turned on that substitution. That's where this turned. Um, and and yes, yeah, like I said, uh, so I'll end it how I started it. Man, you won the game. Tottenham won the war. <laughs> uh, Tommy, we, we, it's obvious that we weren't creating chances, but Carragher put a stab. I was watching Monday Night Football, though, the preview before the game, and he, he's actually got one more point than Pochettino in his opening first 10 games. But Carragher made the point, Pochettino attacked, so there was something to get behind. Nuno didn't attack. We won every game by one solitary goal and got lucky in quite a few of those. So was it the right time for him to go for you, or do you think he deserved a bit more time? I, if you, if you gave me the choice, I probably would say, I pro- if, if Conte is coming in, then 100% is the right time. It's the right time to sack anyone if Conte is coming in. So, but I still don't believe Conte is coming in. I'll be honest with you. That no. destroyed me in the summer uh, because I put, I invested all my emotions into Conte coming. I thought it was happening, but it didn't. And so did my uh, emotions. My emotions, I kept that to one side. I didn't put, I didn't put too much of an emotional attachment onto onto rumours anymore. Um, so I still, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced. That old saying, Bob, that old, that old saying that Bob says, Brian, we know what it is. Until they hold the shirt, it's, uh, yep. you know, we can't, we can't, um, we, we can't take anything for granted. But I still got a funny feeling it's Fonseca. But look, if we get Conte in, it's a great time to sack Nuno. And as... As as Carragher said, it's not the, it's not like it's not the points at this stage. It's not even the points at this stage. Mm. It's the style of football. If if you're if you're winning games pragmatically, it's different. If you're losing games pragmatically and constantly conceding free goals, then then yeah, he's untenable. It's, there, there comes a time where he's, he's going to be untenable. I mean, just to add, just to add on top of that, I mean, I still and I've been saying it all day when I was in the studios that we are Tottenham TV, and yesterday there's still room for this to go wrong. I think it's way too far down the line now. If this does go wrong, the, Daniel Levy hasn't got a leg to goddamn stand on. It's like, goodbye, out. It's going to be uh, toxic. But like, uh, and Tommy mentioned it on history. I don't know if uh, Tommy knows what I'm about to say, but I don't know if Adam and you, Chris, and Matt, you certainly won't know. This this appointment this time, I've got quite a lot riding on it because when the, when the news broke yesterday, <laughs> yeah. when I was with We Are Tottenham TV, I was so, Levy's going to fuck this up. It's his hot air. It's this. I said, if... This gets over the line, and I said it live on air, and 20-odd thousand people have watched it. Um, I will get the We Are Tottenham TV logo tattooed on me. And I was so convinced <laughs> that it weren't going to happen. That's what I put on the line. Um, but obviously, it's it's come round, and uh, if it I does happen... It, I hope you said it would be tattooed on your arm or something like that, not your face. I was watching it. Do you know what? Do you know what, Brian? I was watching it, and for some reason, I thought you said forehead or neck. Because I, I no, think you made that movement. You must have just made that movement. You must have made that no. movement when you said it or something. But I was sure. No, you said what it. I said, I said, listen, before before it started, I said I'm going to ask all the callers, give me a. I said I'm not having it on my anywhere on my face. Nowhere, no, right. no chance. 
And I said, I can't have it on my forearms because I've got uh, Hebrew memorials for my grandparents and there's no way I'm doing something around there. So then I said, pretty much anywhere else, whatever. Um, some of the things I won't say right now, even though it's later, um, let's just say private areas and they're not going there. But there was talk down, there was talk down here, but I can tell you now, my wife has denied that unequivocally it's like when i message her to say listen i made a bit of a stupid thing and I, i've made these stupid bets i've dyed my hair stupid i've done stupid things and she was, i thought she was going crazy she goes that's a silly bet isn't it but she knows i'll go for, i was thinking my hands i'm actually really thinking there but i might get it on my back I might get it on my back below my nelson but it but it will happen it will happen if he signs i'm a man of my word it will be getting done mm, interesting but uh Matt, I, I know you can't stay for a huge amount of time, so we'll obviously get on to United and then we get that out of the way and then we can get depressed about that and then move on to Spurs fans. But uh, all the talk before the game was, you know, the, the, the Liverpool loss that you suffered, Solskjaer's job really on the line. Hmm. The team have come out, it wasn't the greatest game in the world, but they've come out and fought for him and the, the reactions of Ronaldo and Cavani in particular when they scored showed that it's not a manager that, we don't care about. So mm. is he now safe or is it, I was, I was on the United stream a couple of days ago and they were saying that regardless of what happens, he wouldn't be sacked now because then you've got, you obviously had us a champions league game and then the Manchester Derby. So if he's going to be fired, it'll be after the Manchester Derby, the international break. So do you think he's safe now after that result? And then it's, let's see what happens. Or do you think it's just one game down and then if they lose the next one or city, then it's back again. Do you, do you know what, mate? I don't, I don't think that Tottenham game is a good representation of where we're at because I think it was obvious that Oli was going to go for stability. I think it was obvious that he was going to go with Cavani and uh, Ronaldo up front. Uh, bringing Varane back was, yeah, he's fit. So, you, you know, put him in a three-man defence with wing-backs. You, you, you're taking all of those vulnerable players out of the spotlight. Like Luke Shaw and Basaka have been terrible, but playing with for an, like an extra defender in defense, like you know, you're taking them out of that spotlight. So I wasn't surprised with his formation, but I think a mixture of stability, but also just the, the like I said, the atmosphere in the ground. I think all United had to do was get those goals and just be stable. And I think Tottenham, I don't know, the it just. For me, had it been against, I don't know, even like watching Crystal Palace and Brighton at the weekend, <laughs> had it been against one of those teams, I think it would have been um, a, a better kind of representation of where we're at. But it's a win, which was more important than anything else for United. Yeah. I don't know if Ollie's safe, but one thing I, I agree that he's not going to get sacked uh, before the City game. I think... Uh, United, that they, they, you know, a lot of people say that United don't really have much tactical identity, but I think at the moment they are trying to implement a um, an identity with being patient and building something, and that's the reason why maybe previous years Mourinho and uh, you know Van Gaal, yeah, maybe they would have reacted, but this time around, I think they're trying to look at the bigger picture and. It's it's interesting because the media want it to happen more than anything. It, it's it's the, you know after that Liverpool game, what do you do other than just drink? 
because you know, it's Old Trafford. That's the it's, uh, being at Old know. Trafford is. It crazy. was it was something else, but from from what I've seen, like this past week, the the players are behind him, and that's surely that's the first sign of yeah, this is bad. If you know, if those players give up, and there's rumours that some players have been saying things, but I don't think they're the key players. I think. You know, you got players like Bailly and uh, Van der Beek who have been very vocal, apparently. But it's not Ronaldo, it's not Bruno, it's not Harry Maguire. So I think he's got the team behind him. I think the board are trying to... I'm not saying they're succeeding, they're trying to appear like we've got a big... You know, we're looking at the bigger picture. Um I think maybe asking that same question in about three or four weeks after, you know... But, at the moment, I think he's safe. I just, I think I want Atlanta and City now just to kind of get a better idea of how we're doing. Yeah. A uh, couple of comments, Bob. How are you doing, buddy? Nuno should never have been offered the job. Mediocre manager, got mediocre results. Conte won't sign unless he's got full backing, which is why he turned us down last time. Levy shat his pants when he heard the Levy out, hopeful for a change. Uh, big up to the protesters and streamers for pushing the levy out narrative. Nowhere on earth there have been levy out charts. People like Daigle weren't at the forefront. Big up. Um, I'll tell you what, big up to Bobspur. Yeah. That stream on Sunday night was amazing. That was an amazing stream. You were there as well, weren't you, Daigle? Yeah, oh, I Bob, had a bit Bob's of a rant. I kind of went the old yeah, yeah. on a couple of occasions. No. <laughs> <laughs> and then talking yeah, TV, talking Tottenham TV, Jamie. How you doing, Jamie? We made United look like the old Sir Alex days. But, I mean, Matt, uh, were you surprised that uh, – I don't think Nuno helped himself. Uh, you know, you conceded nine goals in two games. Beggion's an attacking fullback on the bench. Undo uh, <laughs> Bele's played quite well and certainly looked really good when he got space against Newcastle on the bench. Lucas Moura is the only player who looks like he's got any energy. Have a bath after 55 minutes, please. Uh, were you surprised at how a easy we made it for you by not mustering a shot on goal, and the fact that we didn't come out of you like a train, being that you conceded nine goals? See what kind of reaction you give to to being under pressure, and then in the end, three count. Well, the first one wasn't a counter attack goal, but the last two goals were counter attack goals, and a very comfortable victory for you. So, were you surprised at the lineup and and essentially how easy we made it for you? Yeah, totally. Because if I, you know, if I can predict how United are going to turn up, I thought surely Tottenham Hotspur would be able to do something similar and, you know, know a way to, you know, beat us. But it, it just felt like it's a, what was it, half past five kickoff on a Saturday. You know, the, yeah. the, the, you know you've got a day there of having a few beers and stuff, getting into the ground. The atmosphere should have been electric and the team should have been up for it because United were there for the beating. But mm. it just, uh, yeah, I think the fact that, like I said, you, you get to a certain part of the game when you realise United have won this and football shouldn't be that easy, you know, especially at Premier League standards, should it? it it's, <laughs> I was surprised, mate. I was totally surprised. I'd, I came out, I came away from the game just thinking we probably need Atlanta now <laughs> and City just yeah. to kind of, because, yeah, we, we you know, we won, but, it did like you've like your question there is Ollie safe? It you know, it doesn't answer that question, unfortunately. 
No. Well, you've said you were surprised. I'm going to ask the same question to three other people now, and I would imagine the answer <laughs> is because they've supported Tottenham for a long while. No. But Adam, were you surprised at how bad we were? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was pretty surprised. Um, I, I, I do think Man United were there for the taking. Um, I don't think they played you know, particularly well. Um, but um, we just didn't have the capabilities of, of doing anything. We just did not have the capability to do anything, any damage, anything to them. And, and, and that's what surprised me, um, that just a lack of desire, a lack of, it was just a gutless performance, um, and we just had no ideas. And Man United um, thought, they're not going to do anything to us, we're going to pick them off, and they did. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty surprising and, you know, extremely disappointing. Yeah. I mean, Tommy, were you surprised? Certainly, with the lineup changes. Uh, uh, Dave, there's rumours that Reggion was punished for having a party, but then he's on the bench. If 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 you're in that much trouble and being disciplined, you don't turn. You don't even get picked, surely. I mean, Davis could have got an injury after a minute, and then Reggion's playing the full game anyway. But um, were you surprised that we didn't go at them like a train and and uh, try and see what they're was- all about after nine goals conceded in two games, or was this what you expected under Nuno and Spurs at the moment? Just Flatless, gutless performance. Well, I think I think this was Nuno trying to go out of them like a train. <laughs> but we know this, you know, but it's, he's, he's failed miserably all season. He failed again Saturday. I, do you know what? I don't even think we played that bad. I don't think we played any different to how we played this season. At nil nil, I thought we were right. We're in the game. As soon as they got the first goal, that was it. Heads dropped. We we just yeah. didn't believe we were getting back into the game. It was it was Man United didn't have to play that great. They didn't have to play that well. Um, and as, as I said, as soon as that first goal went, everything changed the atmosphere. Um, I, think the, I think the players believed that Nuno wasn't capable of getting this team back into it. And, and the substitutions coming were going to be shocking like they have been all season. And they were. You can't take Lucas off in the 55 minutes. Look, some of his passing isn't great at times, but he's the only guy that breaks the defence. He can break that centre midfield lock. And, you know, their, their biggest weakness is McFred. Let's, let's face it. I mean, Man United fans will admit that. McTominay and Fred sent him in Oh, McFred, I've got to see what you did there. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I spent time on a lot of uh, Man United channels. It's just easy. It's like one syllable, isn't it? Yeah, McFred, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two syllables. But anyway. <laughs> I'll have a McFred, please. <laughs> <laughs> we made them look like Xavi and Iniesta. You know what I'm saying? It's just, uh, yeah, when that when that starts happening, you know there, there are problems. There are there are underlying problems in the team. But again, I don't think we played, that's, I don't think we played that bad at nil-nil. I don't think Man United were necessarily the better team. It was, um, it was, you know, equal chances either way. But then after that, I mean, what was the statistic? Was it, I don't know, two hours without a shot on target, something like that? Yeah, two, two hours, no, 60 two hours. minutes in the Premier League uh, since we had a, a, an effort on goal. It wasn't even a shot on goal, it was Kane's header. Um, that's beyond but, yeah. embarrassing. That That's just beyond words. That's beyond embarrassing. That's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, Brian, were you surprised at how we lined up and how flat we were? I mean, t- t- Tommy said we were in the game. We were. Sun had a couple of chances uh, uh, of... Uh, the second part of McFred had a good shot, long range shot. You'd expect um, Lowry's to save it, but it was kind of an open game. Um, were, you, were you surprised that we didn't go at them like a trade, or do you think we're just not capable of going at teams like a trade? Possibly now that you know, he's yeah. gone, but at the time. For the last few games, we've all said Tottenham need to come out of the traps fast and set the tempo, and I just don't think we understand what that means. 
our players. I just don't think they have the capabilities to do it because there was so much on the line for this game. I mean, obviously, you had the hype around it with the El Sacchio, whatever, but we both come off the back of horrible uh, defeats. Obviously, Man used defeat to Liverpool, and the scoreline is a lot bigger and a lot more controversial than Tottenham lose to West Ham. Tottenham West Ham is known a London derby, whatever. Liverpool United is right up there in the history of the biggest games in the country. Right up there. Um, and what I loved going into this game, or well, hated for us, but it just goes to show the difference between the players' mentality, was we hear Ben Davis and Harry Winks with the stupid media comments they come up. Yeah. And then you see what Marcus Rashford said on his personal social media. When he goes, sorry, I've been quiet for the last two days. I just haven't known what to say. I'm embarrassed. We're embarrassed. We're united. This ain't acceptable. We need to do better. And it's a full-blown apology, not excuses. Um, yeah. And then I was outside of the process. Someone, just let me bring someone on quickly. Matt, you've got some backup. Ben, <laughs> how you doing? Hi, guys. Hi. Yeah. Hello, sorry, Brian. Sorry, Brian. Yeah, so, 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 obviously, I was outside the protest. Then one of the guys that I know came up to me and said, have you heard the rumour? I was like, what rumour? They said, Davies starts. I was like, oh, this was like five minutes before. I was like, surely not. Surely not. And then five minutes later, with Tottenham, you, I always relate to the uh, my favourite movie, Snatch. And I'm sure a lot of us on here have seen that movie, Snatch. And I pretty much know that movie off by heart. One of my favourite lines is um, when Bullet Tooth Tony, uh, Tom, uh, Vinnie Jones says, never underestimate the predictability of stupidity. Well, that's Nuno. And that, that, when I heard that, that's the first thing I heard. I heard Tommy Bulletproof Tony saying that to me. And I, I was like, here we go. It, it, it's done. Then you saw they're playing Cavani and uh, Ronaldo. And I have to say one thing. Ronaldo may be like, you know what he is. You know how good he is. Cavani in the last game at White Hart Lane absolutely destroyed us with his movement. Absolutely tore us. To, and he was, he was at it again, which just goes to show if you're old... It, it doesn't matter about your age. If you look after yourself, doesn't matter what position you're in, you can do it. Um, so we started the game and the, the whole regular thing, it's got to be because of that party because if it was, he, he, if it was disciplinary, surely he was rested against Burnley to make sure he was fit for United. And then obviously this is breaking out that he had a party on Friday night and you got to remember he did this last Christmas with Lacelso and Lamella we went during COVID. So he has got form for this. So um unfortunately we don't have the squad in depth to uh to have had a different person to go at left back. So he had to had to be there. Um we tr we we huffed and puffed and we we're never going out. Yeah, we had a couple of shots that were nowhere near target. And the thing is with Ronaldo, like we can attack and attack and attack. Ronaldo, one chance, one shot, one goal, bang, you know it's coming. You know it's coming. And who was he on the back of? Of course, it was Ben Davies. Um, putting Ben Davies and Dyer on the same left-hand side, or if you put them on the right-hand side, you might as well put Ray Charles and Stevie Wonder there because they will do a better job. At least they'll <laughs> run around and do bits. And they, they may may, may get lucky. Um, and then we just put our heads down. As we do, the mentality within this squad, because the players run the asylum and they just see managers off, it was always going to happen. Son had a couple of chances. He hasn't looked right. Kane, we know, hasn't looked right. Um, if it wasn't for Romero, who I think, as bad as our defence looks, he seems to have added some kind of... I mean, it would have been a cricket score if it weren't for him. He seems to have caught... And you can see how class this guy is going to be. Um, 
The second goal, it was just brilliant football. We screwed up, and that was brilliant football. And then uh, we take off our best player on the pitch on the night, and you saw that. And then once those boos came, we that was it. it there was never, ever going to be a comeback. And it just goes to show, this is the difference between United, a team like United and a team like Tottenham. They have possibly the worst. These guys will probably know best, but I would say that's your worst defeat probably since the 6-1 to uh, Man City years ago, wouldn't you say? Especially at home. Uh, and the style and the performance. Oh, to you guys. We lost 60 yeah. years. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. So, so that one, I didn't even think of that one. Bloody how stupid am I? Um, <laughs> but, 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 yeah, but, yeah, um, sadly, there's been a few. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, so that was probably... But what Man you do is they kept their heads down. Their big players didn't come up with bullshit excuses and oh they're picking on me and they're taking my lunch money and the grass is too long and the fans would be the fans would be noisy i mean what is ben davies talking about um but united shut up rashford said that tweet which shows the the mentality of that team they come into town and they get the job done and they leave whether it was a great performance viewed by man U fans or viewed by us from man U, doesn't matter they got three points clean sheet exactly and look at their subs. I mean, this is with Pogba suspended. <laughs> they, Pogba, they, they took off. I mean, they took off. Who was the first sub? Well, they, 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 they had, had Leewood, Sancho and Rashford all on the bench, didn't they? All, all yeah, and they bring Rashford on for Ronaldo. And it's, like, and it's like, that's what teams do. So this result was totally coming. I, you knew it was coming because, man, this is what big teams do. When the chips are down... Whether they're playing, whether it's the Fergie time where you knew it was going to happen or now where you think they're right for the taking, they turn up. When the pressure is at the most, the big teams get the job done. And that's exactly what United did. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of comments here. All the guy, we'll get on to him in a bit. It's the man, Conte, that's uh, forcing Brian to get a tattoo soon. Uh, <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll fail if he's not allowed to play back three. And uh, from India Spurs and Ryan McFarlane. He needs to be backed, which this is Levy, so will he or not? But, I mean, back to United, Ben. Uh, what do you think of the game? Obviously, you must be pretty happy after the uh, 5-0 loss, but we didn't really lay a glove on you. Like, you know, nah. if, if that was an Alex Ferguson and you were against the Liverpool who uh, had just been battered by, you know, Everton or something like that, the, 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 the Ferguson would be going, kill them in the first 10 minutes, see what they're made of, and we didn't really do that. So, we, I mean, we made it quite easy for you. But, uh, I, I, I don't disagree. I, I, I think generally when Ollies have been under pressure, United do find a performance. It's, we, I think we had one a few, um, last year before the international break where we beat Everton away. And there was a bit of, I think it was after the Spurs game and there, were, there, were, there was a, a bit of pressure mounting then. And I was talking to a chap on, on Twitter about it, a Spurs fan. And I said, you know, we do do it. We, we, you know, and obviously it's a big week for United, you know, Aside from Spurs, is Atlanta, then City at the end of it, and we you know, we had to bounce back. But in terms of the game, it just it did just feel like once we got the first goal, which which by the way was was something special. I, I do think. I mean, I take the point about Davies. I actually thought they played Davies. I mean, I, you guys know more about Davies than me. I, but I, 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 I felt a little bit sorry him. for Davies on that goal because it's Ronaldo. If, if Davies stands there. And tries to hold him up. Ronaldo can see he stood there. He he runs at him and gets a header where Davies can't be at. But yeah. I also thought Lobbies, like you know, you look at Ronaldo, Ronaldo's setting up for the volley before Davies jumps. It's that mentality of he may miss this, I need to be ready. 
lobbies, I thought the only place he can score that is across the goal. I think it's it's a difficult one. I think he's half expected. And I think when I saw the teams, I was surprised Davies played. I mean, (laughs) I'd much prefer to be playing against him than than the Reggie guy. And um, I I just think I thought maybe they played him to counter Ronaldo in the air. I thought potentially that was a thought process of of Nuno. Um, But against three at the back, I think Gary Neville said it in commentary your out balls are your fullbacks you know and who's going to do the most damage i mean i don't know much about um emerson royal so i'll you know let you guys talk about that guy but obviously i know a bit about doherty Uh, i've seen him play and i was a bit about uh reggion i mean i can't imagine doherty would be better than emerson royal but you know you know you guys might think differently but definitely on the ball reggion's better than uh, than than ben davies i mean i don't know about defensively I, i don't watch him enough but but the game, I, I just thought there was nothing there. I mean, I, when when, you, when Spurs were at their best, you know, you had those two players. I think I used to think that I used to love Dembele, and um, mm. you know, there used to be another next to him. Was it Wanyama or was it um, yeah. Dias? Oh, yeah. I think sometimes played there. Yeah. But also, they were able to get that ball through that first line to Ericsson, to Ali. You know, there was none of that. I think Skip played one ball to Lo Celso in in the entire game that I remember that kind of cut two or three players out, and. <clears throat> I think you do have a problem, I think. I know the ball didn't get to Kane, didn't get to Sun, really, but I think you do have a problem when Fred and McTominay are coming into town and dominating. Yeah, yeah, I, I do think, you know, and I, I still, I mean, I still haven't seen anything from the Celso to tell me what he is. He reminds me a little bit of a Lamella without the bite. Um, you know, there, there's not a lot you of... You've played football with me, Ben, so you know how bad I am, but I'd have backed myself to play that pass to Son from the Celso where he put it behind and That was absolutely dreadful. Yeah, I'd have been able I to play that you. pass, and I paid to play yeah. football. That's how bad I am. Yeah, I've seen you. I don't think you'd have made it. But anyway, but, but, but the point, but the, but I think the point is, once the first goal went in, I agree with the tap. I, I just, it just felt like there was nothing in response. There was no, there was no belief there was a response. I think Sun tried. I actually think the the, the right back did try quite hard. Uh, you know, I think he he wasn't he didn't hide the right back. He got on the ball, but I was really happy to see Lucas go off because he's just energy and fights, doesn't he, and, and, and stuff. So that was that was nice. And then we got the second, and I think that that that, that was it. This next goal after that first goal was always going to be huge in that game, and I, I think that that was that sort of settled it. But I just I don't know. They just look no punch from Spurs. I think I think that's unlike them you know from the potch time you know you always felt that they had a goal in them um but, but i do agree about romero as well i like romero he looked good i mean he wasn't he wasn't scared to lay one on someone which i know that, that sounds like a negative i don't mean it like that i mean you know you could now and again i think you've got to do that he went through the back of cavani through the back of uh, ronaldo yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you can get away about a yellow card like he did in those, then even better, you know, then you're, you're you know, I think that's the risk the sort of defenders like him take. I think Maguire does something. I mean, it was one with Maguire with Son in the corner where he pretty much ripped his shirt off and threw him in the crowd. And Son was like, what are you doing? And like, but no one gave anything. So, yeah, I am. Um, yeah, it's a long way back. I mean, I don't know how much of it's the manager, how much is it the players. What I do think about Nuno, though, I, mean, I don't know what you guys have talked about before I came, sorry, being late, but. I do think that the weird thing about Nuno was is when he was at his best at Wolves, he played free at the back. Yeah, you know, he Tommy's Tom really, been mentioning that on his streams and his stream for... Yeah, I completely agree. I, 
I completely agree. And he sort of just said to those front three, he had the control of Matinho and Neves. And then he sort of said to those front three, Traore, Jota and Jimenez, go and win us it. You know, and quite a lot of times you got the dull Wolves games where it was nil-nil. And I can remember United, I think, had about four nil-nils of them in one yeah. season because we wouldn't attack them because we wanted to play on the break and they wouldn't attack us because they wanted to play on the break. And it just ended up the dullest games ever. And But that was where Nuno, I felt like, was, and I feel like he's maybe tried to change himself knowing that, Spurs want to play a bit more, but it just hasn't happened, does it? And it you know, it, it hasn't worked out for him. I just, yeah. yeah. I, I don't think he's a bad manager, but I think he's a bad manager fit for Spurs. It's one yeah. of those, yeah. you know, totally. it's just, yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Matt, last question about United before we have to go on to Conte and then our Kane son and the rest of them. Uh, do, you, do you think this will give you belief now to say, you know, that Liverpool game was a blip? In their mind, obviously, it was terrible. Liverpool are one of the best teams in the world at the moment. Um, but do you think it will give them a bit of confidence for the Atalanta game and then the City game and then maybe Solskjaer stays on after the international break and go on a bit of a run? Or do you think, like you said earlier, it's it, it's Tottenham. <laughs> it's Tottenham. <laughs> Come on, lads. It's Tottenham. So it doesn't mean anything. It was just a performance against a team that refused to attack. Yeah, I think so. I think there's, there's some results. Players refer to them as it's a professional result. And I think that Tottenham game was you, you could classify that as a professional result. The players went there, did the job, you know. As uh, you know, as Brian said, it, they and I think that is for for players of this quality. All it takes is something like that for them to kind of remember. You know what? We are pretty good, and uh, they. You know, Ali's Ali's kind of commented on like was it Ben? Like he said, Cavani in training. It's like it's the best he's seen like in his whole career because he. That, I think they realised that it's 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 on them as well and i think just all it i hope all it needed was one win and you know i like i said when i when you know when we kind of got started that i, I don't think this was the the game to kind of turn it all around but i think it will give them the confidence now and the 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 focus i don't know how ollie will line up against atlanta and city i think it might go for same again, but I fear against Atlanta that it might not be as successful because they are, as you guys know, Atlanta are just a solid team. Um, but let's let you know it's kind of you get you know you get a win under your belt and then you take it from there, and I think that's that's true. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'd, I would be shocked if Oli's there at the beginning of next season, and that's horrible to say because I'd love him to succeed. You know, I'd love him to go win. What is it? 27 games in a row now win the league that'd be fantastic but it's uh, but uh, you know I, I just you know I'd, I'd be shocked if that happens and I think he would have to change against Atalanta I think there's no way Ronaldo and Cavani are doing three games in seven days you know and you know I mean yes yeah, it's, it's like old Cyril Regis and Simon Garner for Wickham wouldn't it they, they, they play together like, you know it's just higher quality and I, I I just you know I just think that you have to make some change I mean you Sancho's got to play. Sancho's got to start. So I think there might be a change, but I think he'll be back to three at the back for City because he well we played three at the back yeah. against City last year. So mm. actually, yeah. I think to be more technical, it was a back five. But yeah, like you know, so um, yeah, yeah. And so, what was it against? Chris, just before you start talking, Conte, yeah. I've just received something, and it's a tweet that's been out here, but. This is where this starts to go wonky, and this is where you start to wonder, like Tommy said, where, where I've been all day about this is too good to be true, and this could fall through. 
Now, Spurs fans will understand this because we all speak fluently, or I speak fluently, so I will translate for the United <laughs> fans and the people that don't. Uh, 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 a tweet has been released. Antonio Conte to THFC remains imminent, but the contracts will not be signed until tomorrow as the finer terms are still being discussed. <laughs> now, this is the shit you get where... where <laughs> We've had all day. It's done. It's 18 months. It's agreed. He's on a plane. He's this, he's that. This, in Tottenham Hotspur terms, is, uh-oh, Daniel's up to something. I've this, got to stop calling him like he's my mate. Levy the is, parasite. Not is this Conte, <laughs> is this Conte <laughs> saying, now you're a bit more desperate from the summer, that you know what I asked for in the summer? Yeah. Now I definitely <laughs> want... Right, and, Le- and Levy's gone, yeah, 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 and then he's actually gone back and crunched the numbers and gone, oh, oh, you know, is that is is that is that what this is? Like, I mean, because that's the impression I get of, of like of the situation because I think Conte was is obviously fairly close with the the director guy, I forget his name that you guys have got now, yeah, and I and I and I and my guess is is that Nuno wasn't obviously your first choice, not a guess. I think everyone knows it wasn't your first choice, and like I wonder if maybe in the summer concept but Conte doesn't really do like on a budget does he and uh, that's always where the mismatch with Conte and Spurs comes for me is mm. is like yeah even if even if Levy said right yeah okay you can have 200 million next summer which I don't think is going to happen but let's say he did right the, the following summer it'll be 50 million and Conte will just be like see ya like so it's and he will um, that's the thing he's got principles yeah. and morals Conte will if you don't back him he's gone he's not messing yeah, yeah, around yeah yeah uh, when I left Ben today, 15 and a half million pounds a year contract, everything agreed, imminent 18 months, everything agreed. He's on a plane, everything's agreed. And this means that he's done it again, or could be doing it again, where he says one thing and then he's like, Yeah, it's just a smoke bomb. I'm gonna but but, but Brian, but Brian. What about the report? What about the journalists? What if this wasn't true? The journalists jump on this. Look at Romano. Romano's jumped on this. As so soon Romano, as Romano, Romano jumps hasn't it, given the three words. Romano hasn't given the here we go. Yeah, yeah. When he says that, it's <laughs> done. It's done. It's done. Count is. So, so this is the thing. I mean, listen, for me and for the Man U fans, because everyone else who's a Spurs fan will know, I'm one of the biggest Levy out people. You, I mean, my hatred for him is like. Beyond what you could imagine. Um, this is a win. Yeah. This is a win-win situation for us. We either win and Conte comes in, or we win because this falls to the. This goes to shit, and if it goes to shit, Daniel Levy has not got a leg to stand on. It won't just be a few thousand singing it in the stadium next week. It will be the entire stadium. Um, so he has got to do. But I've been so excited all day, and I actually allowed myself to start thinking. With all my doubt that I never, ever, ever, and Tommy will vouch for it, that I have never, ever given him, I kind of started thinking the way they were going, it's done. And this has come out, and now I'm like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Love and hate is very closely attached, Brian. I will say that. No, basically, what details, what's happened there is Conte said, I want this transfer budget, and he goes, but, but you, you can have a free sky, uh, the skydive at the top of the stadium, you can have that. He said you can well, have this is 28 installments. You can have a free stadium toy. You can have a free NFL shirt. You can have 200 million. Oh, you've got to sell Harry Kane for 150. 
But then you can only use a hundred of it. Yeah. <laughs> Player uh, but this uh, is the thing. This is what Ryan McFarlane says at the bottom here. If it's Conte, he needs to be backed. The thing with Conte is, if if he's there, he will be backed. I mean, that's. I mean, it's going to be in the contract. If if you if you take over now in January, we have to give you money. We have to give you money in January. Jose wasn't backed. But Jose didn't ask for money. Jose Jose was done. Jose wasn't even interested. When he was like, this team is capable of winning as it is. He wanted his 300, 400 grand a week. He was finished. He was finished after Man United, Jose. But uh, but um, Conte CV is still going. It's still amazing now. Win the Scudetto with Inter last season for the first time in yeah. 10 years. His CV is incredible everywhere he goes. He turns average players like Victor Moses into world-class wingbacks. And, and you know, you know he, can, he can turn average players into great ones. That's... That's that's and on, why and he's on the uh, flip side. And on the flip so side, high. he's not giving that up, is he? He's not giving that reputation yeah. up. That's another one. For six months exactly. at Spurs, where he doesn't get backed, and no, did, no disrespect, but obviously the game of the weekend, he needs to be. You know, it's not. I mean, he he maybe walked into you know Inter or Chelsea before. I mean, I know Chelsea were in a bad position at the time, but they had players like Hazard. They had a team that you know had just won the league the season before that. You know, and you know this the Spurs team's way off that. So you know, I mean. You know, he, he is, he's not going to give up like his reputation even because Conte does that, you know, two, three seasons gone, you know, to, you know, that, that seems to be his kind of MO and he's not going to go and have two, three seasons somewhere where he gets no backing and doesn't give himself a chance because then his stock drops. So, you know, if Conte comes, it's positive in terms of the money you'll spend. I think, I mean, there's no doubt about that. Yeah, I mean, Adam, uh, this this banner is pretty much out of date now because of what Brian said, but it, it, it's been four months to get Conte. We tried to get him in the summer, and now we're trying to get him again. Why not just give him what he wants in the summer? Now we've wasted 10 games, a quarter of a season, but uh, obviously it's a bit out of date now from the uh, stuff coming out on Twitter. But uh, uh, do, do you think we'll get him? And if we don't, who, who do we go after for your money? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean... It, it's, it's, I can't call it because if Levy says something that Conte doesn't like, Conte's just he's just going to go, no, thank you, I'll see you later. And, and that would be it. I mean, Conte w- wants this on his terms. And, you know, he's such a good manager. He's, he's, he's you know, he's, he can have it on his terms. I mean, he's entitled to have it on his terms. Um, if it doesn't go ahead, then we'll probably get um, oh, Fonseca, probably. Um, we get our own sloppy yeah. second. He's still front runner for me, honestly. I said on my yeah, stream, he is still the front runner for me. I think Fonseca yeah. will get this job. Uh, and it's the know, simple. Is he, is he the one you want, Tommy? If we don't get um, Conte, no, we, we obviously get really. Conte. That's who people want. But if we don't get Conte, is uh, Fonseca the one that you want? He does play attacking football, which uh, you know. I said after the game, like you know, to my friend, I'll get rid of him. Who do you want? Anyone who understands that to win a football match, you need to score goals, and to score goals, you need to try and score goals. I'll settle for any of them. Um, he plays yeah, kind of attacking football. He, he plays kind of attacking football. I watched. I didn't watch Serie A last season, but his first season, I watched him. He's, you know, he's he's there or thereabouts in terms of the attacking side of things. But Roma finished fifth and seventh. Roma yeah. can't be finishing fifth and seventh. You know what I mean, I'm saying? He, and he was sacked. He was sacked for Jose. He was sacked for <laughs> Jose. Like yeah, what I mean, we're getting. Like, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think his Shakhtar team. I think I'm thinking of the right the right guy. His Shakhtar yeah, 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 team Shakhtar. was very good. Was very but, good. Very look attacking. at this. I mean, look at the statistic on Shakhtar. I looked at it. Twenty five years, they've won ninety percent of the Ukrainian titles before before he showed up as well. So, but yeah, do you know yeah. what they did? Okay, in Europe, that's separate. Yeah, they yeah. did okay in Europe. 
So, but and he, he, you know, and he had some players, didn't he? Like, I think didn't Fern, Fernandinho. I think Fred was well. They, they had that Alex. Yeah, no. they, 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 they had a few. Yeah, he, and oh, that team, I saw them go to the Etihad um, and play, and they were they they absolutely bossed them like that. Dad, I think it was like two two in the end, but it was a great game. And like, but then the Roma team that came to Old Trafford for the uh, the Europa League uh, semi final that was not a good team. You know, so so it depends on it depends on how much of it's the manager, how much of it's the players. I really don't know the answer to that question. So, and I think Fonseca, Fonseca's at Porto as well, and he failed. He's uh, finished third and didn't win a trophy. I think that's the first time in Porto's history for forty years they finished like less than runners up and didn't win a trophy. So, yeah, reputation. No, I don't think no, he's the I man, but I think I think that's the place we'll go. Honestly, I think Fonseca will probably be the man. If I if I was betting money, I'd, I'd, I'd be on. I was. Uh, it'd be, it'd be, I was... be interesting what the people in the chats think, but yeah, let, let us know who you think we should get. If we don't get Conte, while you're there, hit a like, hit a subscribe as well. Uh, Brian, uh, we don't get Conte. Who do we get? Who do you want us to get? You know, if don't get caught, I'm going to be in prison for GBH and Levy. I'm going to be on GBH. <laughs> I swear to God, I won't be going back to Canada. And I've, I've even worked out if I ever think of it, GBH or Levy, I'll get to prison. I'll probably get the penthouse for doing what I did. Um, but, but listen, let's just, so Sky Sports have just done a, a thing at 8.37. So I'm going to read the first paragraph. Now let's take the sting out of it and pretend it's not Conte or Tottenham. Just a general football team, whoever. Now, we've heard in the media that the deal's agreed. We've heard it's 18 months. We've heard it's this much wages. We've heard it's this, blah, blah, blah. And it gathering paces. So the, the deal is, I'm not going to mention the names of the club. We know it is. But if it was your club, what would you feel? The manager is expected to finalise the deal to become the head coach on Tuesday after a day of productive talks. <laughs> productive. <laughs> it's like, well, wait a minute. The talks were done. He was on a plane yeah. to sign it. Now you say it's productive. I, 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 it's exactly what happened in the summer, wasn't it? It was all productive, and then all of a sudden it went off. It, it fell off a cliff. Did, did, did you see the uh, uh, Paddy Power? And I love Paddy Power. Some of their tweets are brilliant. They tweeted before it started gathering pace, and it goes, uh, Conte to Spurs. Uh, sorry, Levy to, to Conte. Behold our wonderful stadium. And then yeah. Conte says, I want to talk about the transfer budget. <laughs> and then leaving to behold our wonderful stadium. Um, and I was just pissing myself because that is just typical of what we know could happen. Um, you like, you like, do you like the I, NFL? I, I, like the NFL? I, Free tickets. Free tickets for you. I, you know what? I've allowed myself to kind of, I, I, I've said all along, yeah, he has come. But during this, I've not believe Levy, but I believe that, you know what, it's, it's surely this has gone too far down the line for a second time for this to fall. Surely the man who is as stupid as they come hasn't done it again. Um, but, 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 but Brian, I'm not sticking this, up for Levy, but this is journalism. This could have all... Did he go no, to play? No, 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 did you no, see no, him go no, to no, play? No, who actually no, saw I, him go no, to play? No, 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 I get <laughs> this, but don't, don't get me wrong. I understand it's what journalism do, but... It was my first, like, not my first, but being at the We Are Tottenham team, we, we, we all watch things when we're on our streams or we watch Sky Sports and gradually hear it. But when you're in the We Are Tottenham TV studios and see what they do behind the scenes to check all the tweets, to check where they're coming, these were coming through like bang, 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 bang. And yes, there's uh, ITKs who think they know, or yes, there's people like Fabrizio Romano who does have, especially in Italian football, does have a lot of knowledge and a lot of contacts and whatever. They were just coming so thick and fast 
And every single one of them, it wasn't like they were all saying the same thing. Every single one of them was like, this has got a step closer. This has got a step closer. This is, and I waited and I waited for Annie Gold to come out because Annie Gold only says it if it's going to happen. Like with the Gareth Bale thing, he said, I don't talk about Gareth Bale unless I know it's going to happen. He went, he literally did a stream, then went for a shave and he came back and goes, you know what Spurs are like, you go for a shave after doing a video saying Bale isn't coming. I need to find out he is coming. Um, so when I saw what Oli, um, Ali Gold say, and there's another guy that I keep, Simon Stone, I think it is from the BBC or someone Stone. He actually said, and I thought it was a mistake that they were going to get put down immediately, but they did. We said, Nuno Conte will be meeting his new team today. And I was like, okay, those kind of ones, you know, when the, like a player puts something up and they take it off immediately, but it's, it's still up there. So I thought, okay, they can't be saying this without it. So I kind of put my toe in the water and it's only my toe. And now my toe is straight back out of the water. I am bone dry. My this boxing is the gloves are coming off. You know what? You're almost giving Levy credit, Brian. You're almost giving I'm Levy not, credit. I'm not giving, I'm not giving that any credit. <laughs> the only credit I will give him is if he stands in front of me and allows me to smack him in the face. Then I'll give him credit. <laughs> then, then I'll give him some credit. But until then, he gets nothing. But you know what? I'm now... Oh, uh, just say I'll be in the We Are Tottenham TV studios, and if this falls through, box office at We Are Tottenham TV. <laughs> this is the quick, the quick on the Daily Express. I just read an article in the Daily Express. Two hundred forty-seven million pounds. Conte's been promised this, that, or the other. Uh, this is the question. It's not whether you believe Conte or you believe rumours. I mean, do you believe Levy is going to release two hundred forty-seven no, million pounds? Because if you don't believe that. If you don't believe he's going to release the funds, then Conte's not coming. He's just not coming. Over, Without that budget, he's just not coming. Over the over the course of his contract, maybe. Uh, like, yeah, <laughs> I, I, no, I, but you'll need at least you'll need at least hundred million yeah. pounds in January. Oh, in I, January, I agree. You need at least hundred million pounds. And the thing is, in January, it's always harder, isn't it? Everything's a bit more that's, expensive. That's the Levy yeah. You know, Levy. Have you met Levy? It's <laughs> <laughs> the hardest window. Oh, uh, yeah, we can't. Oh, here we go. I'm finance. United fans complain about the Glazers. This 80 million pounds, 89 million pounds Pogba, 80 million pounds Sancho, and they complain about the Glazers. Like, be us. Like, try living in our shoes. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Fair, though, uh, to be fair, the Glazers cool. are stealing money from United and have done for a while. They do but, spend it. I think yeah. it's not a problem. Yeah. We we might get money spent, but we just spend it poorly. But I think our problem with the Glazers is slightly different. <laughs> you and the, the issue United, we, with United, they don't need the Glazers do they we make our own money it's, yeah it's you know they just they take they, they take our money over there when it should be you know spent at old trafford or players but I, I was listening to a podcast earlier and they someone who knows conte said um, no not personally but you know he's, he's an italian journalist says the thing is with conte he, he will never lose the team but he will always lose the board and it it's just like from an outsider, it's just gonna be a disaster, isn't it? It's <laughs> just leaving as an outsider though, Matt. I mean, obviously you're a United fan, so me saying who do you think Spurs should go for, your answer is probably I don't care, it's Tottenham. Uh, well, I get a phone India, India Spurs have said Eddie Howe. India Spurs well, have said it, Eddie Howe, but do, do you do you think he'd be a good appointment? I mean, if if this from, Conte thing falls through, and like from, Ryan says, it's very odd to go and get him in the summer. All signed and sealed. Oh, it's fallen through, and then to do exactly the same thing again, again just seems ridiculous. But I mean, who would you go for if you were Spurs? 
What about who's the current Wolves manager? Because you know your experience of taking Wolves managers. Is, <laughs> I, he, think he, he, I think they're two new up. I think they're two new up. They're doing all right. They're two he's he's an attacking manager, isn't he? That's a Levy saying. I'm watching the TV. This guy's doing all right, Antonio. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, they uh, love him. Honestly, the Wolves fans love this new guy because they've been yeah. on the back foot for three years, four years. Yeah, the attacking. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, just even attacking. though they lost the first few games, like they lost to us, but we they should have beat us. They they lost their first three games. They were very very good in those first three games. It's about having an identity and having a philosophy mm. so it's not just the fact that you know new knows what we seventh or eighth it's, it's how we're losing games and and the style of football is, is getting on top of us the Wolves fans are ecstatic I do a prediction league with one of them one of them every week it's a duo and uh, they're absolutely ecstatic even when they were losing games like just yeah, to see we, some front well, they footed us we, when we went there they 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 played really well yeah, against yeah. us they they they, yeah, they, they were yeah, really really good yeah I mean for me I mean I know this sounds weird I mean I'm not a hundred percent sure Conte's a great fit at Spurs I, I mean, I think he was obviously good. I mean, he's a, a very, very good manager, winning things, you know, and that that helps. But I still think I, I said it. In, I said it when you got Nuno. I still think I'm a huge fan of the Potter. Potter. I still think if there's a way that you could extract him, <laughs> you told me that could... ages. You told me that ages ago. I came onto streams and said Potter, and I got criticised because he's not a big enough manager. Because we've had Jose. But yeah. I, I agree with you, and I was banging the drum for Potter because of everything that you said. I mean, you sent me a tweet yesterday. Imagine where you'd be if you listened to me. I, I don't know what I did, but um, you know, <laughs> but uh, we'd be we'd be we'd be lucky, and we'd be turned down by Brian Potter from Phoenix Knights. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, even yeah, if um, even if right, even if you have to do, you have to wait for the summer. Okay, Spurs aren't getting relegated. It's very unlikely you're going to get huh. top four. That's my opinion, right? I might be wrong, right? But so, I mean, if, if Potter would say, oh, I, in the summer, I would cons I'd consider it, then I would get someone interim so fast and I would, I would, you know, I, I would be, because I think Spurs need, are going to need two, three years. And, and the problem with Conte is I feel like he might build something and then just go, oh, Real Madrid's available, see ya. Yeah, and, you know, and, I, and that, that's kind of, it's a continuous kind of, like stop and start and like you say with you either get abrasive managers who kind of play negative football or you get like you know the brilliant ones like potch of that that eventually levy just lets go and there's no rhyme and or reason for this, that this you is know. why chris as well the question is ollie's safe a difficult one to answer because you sometimes look at the market and you think well who's out there and i i think this this is why i i, I don't believe the the rumors that he was linked to united because United are not going to go down that route again where they've got to bring in a manager and then they'll say, oh, we needed about two or three transfer markets to build a team because we've been doing that with Oli. Yeah. United, so. United, United have picked direction now. And I think Spurs, mm. right, you've kept Kane. Big thing. Son is a, an absolute wonderful footballer. Like, I mean, talk about, I mean, people in the summer were like, what if United got Kane? I'd have, <laughs> I'd have Son. Like, you know, we've got enough wingers. To, but, you know, nonetheless, I'd have him. Like, he's brilliant you know and and i think i just think you need a direction now it's clear from spurs fans from Mourinho and nuno you don't want to play back foot football i mean it's absolutely clear i mean like i mean if levy goes out and gets a back foot manager now he's tone deaf right so so where so who's out there that can be you know there's the the, the ten hag guy from ajax I mean, I'm not saying that Conte isn't a good, you know, wouldn't do well at Spurs. I think he would. I think he'd get any team into shape. But like you've all said, it needs money. It needs money. And I think over a long period of time, Levy isn't going to continuously give him that money. And so, it, so it's a rocky relationship right from the start. You get someone who can work on a lower budget, but 
you know, can also you know deal with the deal with having a bit more money in their pocket. I mean, if you put Harry Kane in Brighton's team for the last two seasons, I mean, Wowza, they would be some side. Yeah, I mean, Tony Hall's got in touch here. Uh, hope you're all having a fantastic evening. Waiting on the news. We'll be celebrating tomorrow. I'm not sure about that. Um, yeah, Adam, uh, I, I've been adamant since Nuno started. Uh, that Pochettino had two years left when Nuno was appointed. He had a two-year deal. Uh, he's now got a, 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 an 18-month, year and a half Pochettino at PSG. And then all the rumours were Conte's got an 18-month. So I'm adamant that, that Poch is coming back in a year and a half. Me and Ben were disagreeing about this earlier. Why would he leave PSG? But I just think he is. And, you know, but that, that leaves for the next 18 months who comes in instead is a ship. But it needs someone, I think, to get Kane and Son back on form. It's obvious our main strengths are going forward because we've got two of the best in the world. But yet they're not getting on the ball. They're looking a shadow of themselves because they're not getting the ball. We've got Lacelso who can play a pass worse than Stevie Wonder. And then they're not, they're not getting chances. And when they do, it, it's few and far between, so they're struggling with it. But... We need an attacking manager, right? There's no other way about it. It can't be someone who's a bit pragmatic or anything like that. You've obviously got to have a bit of pragmatism. You can't just go bully the China shop and then concede four goals and only score five. But do, do you see a Poch coming back in 18 months? Do you think there'll be someone like a Potter coming in for, for you know, a long term? And, and you know, Ben says we need someone who, you've been messaging me, we need someone to a project five-year manager or something like that. We had that, and as soon as he asked for a bit of money, he got rid of, and then it's all fallen to crap. So, what do you see with this manager thing? Do you see a long-term appointment, whoever it may be, or do you see a shorter term? And then, because I, I, I'm adamant, Potch is coming back in a year and a half. But how think, do you see? No, I don't think I don't think Potch will come back. Um, I, I don't think we're we're going to get him back. Um, he's a PSG. Um, I, I can't see him coming back to Spurs. Um, if you get Conte, he's just going to be a short-term manager. Um, you know, he'll, he'll get us going for you know a season or two, and then something will happen. He'll 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 go. He'll leave. Um, so I can't I can't I don't really know where this is going to go. To be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, talking about Graham Potter, if we get him, he might be a a, a long-term manager. Um, a manager that might stay around for, for you know quite a while, uh, depending on how he does. But um, yeah, if we get Conte, he's going to be a short-term manager. He'll be a season, season or two, and that'll be it. Um, something will happen, he'll go. Um, but I, I, I can't see Poch coming back. I can't see him coming back. Chris, oh, I will say about that as well. Do you think Levy's ego will let that happen? Well, yeah. well, it's to appease the fans, isn't it? The fans hate him. I mean, there's nothing he can do to make the fans like him. But I, I, Podge has always said he'll be back. He's got unfinished business. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's an un uncommon opinion. Uh, Tony Hall said, I don't see Pochettino coming back. Next job being at United. I mean, what do you two guys think about that? He I was linked with that. you for a little while, wasn't he? Uh, I would not mind that. Yeah, I'm, not sure. I'm not sure Pochettino would go to another Premiership club. I mean, Tommy, what do you think of the whole Poch thing? Because I'm adamant about it and everyone I speak to says, no, rubbish, which I I'll tell you now, I'll be bragging on here and any other channel I'm on. If in you have done for back. a very long time, Chris, to be <laughs> fair. You have done for a very long time. And, and, and Brian's just told me if he does come back, he's getting a Poch tattoo. <laughs> 
<laughs> but to be fair, yeah. But to be fair, since I know since I know you, Chris, the two things you bang on about is the fact that we need a number ten and uh, that Posh is coming back. You're right with a number ten, that's for sure. I didn't realise how bad it was until we see that Ndombele and Celso just can't. They just haven't got whatever it is. They haven't got it. But Pochettino. It's like you just you don't you just don't return to the scene scene of a crime, do you? You just don't yeah. return to the scene scene of a crime. He's got too much baggage. I think it's I think it's important for for both to move on. And the only way he comes in is if basically he doesn't do a good job at PSG, quite frankly. So he gets sacked, and then you've got I, I a sack manager. The other way. I think it could be the other way around. His hoodoo and monkey on his back was always you don't win anything. If he wins the uh, Champions League with PSG. I think that's he's going to be like, out. okay, my next step, my next step forward, my next step forward after winning Champions League PSG is to go to Tottenham and leave again. <laughs> I'm going to like, like, yeah, well, <laughs> PSG, PSG don't really care about winning the league that much because they, apart from last season, always win that league. It's the Champions League they want. It's the same amount. Kane probably right? won't be there. Yeah, I know. Kane I know what you're saying. There. Son probably won't be there. But I know what yeah, you're saying. I think it's. it's yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's going to be... I can't a, see in it. In terms personally. of a manager now, in terms of a manager now, Brian, yeah. do you think we need someone like a Conte to convince Kane and Son to stay? I mean, obviously, if Kane... If Kane possibly should have gone. If we'd have got 150 million, we could have invested, but then we've got Nuno investing it, so we'd have got rid of our better, the best striker in the world and got, like, uh, three defenders in. Um, but do, do you think to keep... Uh, Son will obviously stay. He's got a five-year deal, and Levy ain't going to let him go. But in terms of Kane... Do you think he needs? Because he loved Mourinho, and I think he was absolutely going when he got fired just before the final. But do you think for him he needs someone like a Conte in? He obviously needs someone who uh, likes attacking football to get the best out of them. But do you think if we got someone who wasn't fancied, he'd be well in January? I want to go. And if Conte came in, do you think well I'll give it to the end of the season because Conte wins stuff. So um, first of all, Chris, I think you've got it the wrong way. Hodge hasn't gone to. PSG to win trophies and then come back. I'm convinced he's gone there to tell the Qatari family to sell up and buy Tottenham. So he goes, <laughs> and then it comes over as a marriage. I think he's been an undercover spy and he's just trying to get them to withdraw their cash and bring it to Tottenham. Um, listen, I don't want Poch anywhere near Tottenham until the parasite goes because it's going to repeat itself. Um, and for me, with Conte, it's not... He said... I, I put a tweet out. There's a statement he said, not today and about Tottenham. It's a statement or kind of his mantra where he says, uh, winners find solution, losers find excuses. And in six words, he has summed up what is going on at our club right now. I'm more interested to come in and see him kick the living shit out of Deli Alley. <laughs> Deli, Deli Alley will have his hair out of that fucking stupid hairstyle within like two minutes of that. Oh, let's get there. Let's get my hair nice and straight. And, and are we he, 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 so I was like, what happens is we have had so many players, the Deadwood or the players that have passed their sell by date, um, and the people with Deli Ali's the point, one of the people that is poisoned with his attitude, his mentality, blah, blah, blah. They know that if they don't like the manager, oh, let's just fuck about and do what we want. We'll see him off. Then we'll see the next one off. Then we'll see the next. Conte moves through that door. Those days are over at Tottenham Hotspur. That's what I will say. Those days are over and you will be gone. He will get rid of you or do what uh, um, Jose did with Danny Rose. You'll be in the other twenty. He will have you out. And what I'm more, yes, he can widen the net and the more the calibre will come. And yes, Kane will change. And he will be like, do you know what? Now, now that's what I'm talking about. Now go and get me a couple of players to back it up. And then we're talking business. 
But Kane isn't really having the season that we uh it's like now last season we'd love him to be saying that. Right now he's he's uh he's marmite for a lot of people. Um but Conte is the one to get the poison finally out. Paratici can widen the net of the kind of caliber we can get. Obviously, that's how we got Romero. Without Paratici, there is no Romero. Fact. Um we will be able to again with Paratici and Conte, people will come to play for Antonio Conte. They will Alex, come. Alexis um, Sanchez signed for Conte, didn't he? Yeah, let's uh it's it's, yeah. it's weird that he, he gets the poison out and signs Sanchez. This is the thing. Look what he did with Scrinyard, look what he's done. Look what he did. You just need to take a look at what he did with Lukaku. Especially now we've got my new fans. Well, to to be, what he did no Scrinyard. Do you know Scrinia? I didn't even play in his first team for six months. Scrinia, no, so he doesn't no. mess about. Even if you're fully quality, if you're the best centre back, one of the best centre backs in the league, he will. He's not. He's not afraid. He is not afraid yeah, that, to leave you on the sidelines. That's because we got into their head when we offered him three pounds sixty and a packet of Haribo to come to Tottenham. <laughs> um, that that was our opening bid. Um, so so obviously, but he like I said, and he went on to. Can you imagine? People will come. Yes, we're in the Conference League or whatever. But if he comes. And in January is allowed to spend money, and we mean none of these. Oh, it's transfer. The speed of these transfers will be key as well. When one of these Daniel Levius drag it out for the summer, and then oh no, our fax machine broke or whatever, it will be get these deals done because if we can get them in in January, forget what happens this season, whether it's the Conference League, whether it's top six or or not even Europe. Chelsea weren't in Europe when he battered that league. Um, People will come if Conte starts. Not only comes now, but if he's there at the start of next season or at the end of this, ready to go by, and people will come to Tottenham. He, but the he, most important thing for me is to get people like Deli Ali out of the squad or out do, of the team. Do, do, do you think? Do you think Conte could do that? Because it's it, it's all on Levy's shoulders, isn't it? It, it? It's not like the Alex Ferguson kind of way that that player needs to go, and then the chairman is walking him, taking him to the airport because Alex Ferguson said so. I, I still think. You know, it, it, because Mourinho wanted all of these players and all these players out, and then never happened because Levy stuck his his, his nose in. So even this is part of the negotiation. It's part of the negotiation. Oh, yeah, exactly. So I'm, I'm yeah. just going to have this little thing, but then I've got to go because I've got to speak to the wife, and then I've got to get ready for for our stream. So they're saying the Conte needs assurances. Now, one of the assurances, are obviously, the money coming in and what we can use to spend and what. From Lady Gaga, I can't remember talking. Lady Gaga, Guns and Roses, Anthony Joshua, all that money plus whatever's coming from the shirt sponsor and the trading sponsor. Um, so that's got to be agreed. He's not coming without that. But I think one of the bigger things is that he gets control to say if we get an offer of let's say twelve. I mean, the fact that he wants forty million for Wings just goes to show what this parasite is doing to the club. I would if, if, if a big came in from actually I'll pay him forty p to get rid of him. Um, <laughs> it, it, he, he, he needs to have assurances that players that have lost their value that have been there for too long that we've been wanting out for ages or have needed to go for ages that they can go at the price they're actually valued at not the inflated price that they're quoted or less um, or less because we exactly, need room mate, in a 25 man squad we, we can't sign any players million, I would take 5 million to get Dele Alli out of the squad right now just because his attitude goes with him I'm with you, with him. Um, That's what I don't understand with all of that because Aurea was allowed to go for absolutely nothing. Which well, no, he, he decided he wanted to terminate his contract, and Tottenham no, were like, "Well, okay, because we got Tanganga, we got Romero, 
we got Doherty, who, uh, by the way, this deodorant stick has had a better Tottenham career than Matt Doherty has. So uh, I'm just going to put that there. That's, 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 how, that's how promising he's been. But, but on that lovely note, insulting Doherty to a, a deodorant stick, I'm going to go. Um, man, you guys, it has been great, great. Uh, well, there, tw- you're both on Twitter. We are. Oh, well, okay. no, no, no. The link will be on the description. Ben and Matt, Fred? it might be difficult. It might be difficult to, yeah, it might be difficult to find Ben and Matt. Yeah, okay. Ben and Matt. We're the one and only. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, 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 quite I'm quite easy to find. It's been great. Yeah, we'll find you, you mate. Ever, ever, ever. That sounds quite ominous. I'm looking yeah, forward just, to that. Just before, <laughs> going, just before you go, Brian, huh? just before you go, Tottenham on tour, uh, people don't know. It'll be in the description anyway, but for people who don't know, where can they find that? Yeah, it's a brand new channel. Not brand new. It's better. It's a few months old now. Me and Brian Ireland, who were part of Tottenham Away. Um, I'm based in Toronto, Canada. I'm still here in England. I fly home to Toronto on Friday. Um, so tonight we are we are doing a show at 10.30 UK time. Um, it's uh, We've got quite a bit to talk about, funny enough, in the world of Tottenham. And we've actually got a superb, <laughs> superb guest. So uh, his real name is Brandon Lee Dick, Brandon Victor Dixon. And for people that don't know him, he's uh, been in a lot of TV shows. One of the best TV shows that have ever been. Have any of you guys ever watched the TV show Power? Yeah. So if yeah. you've watched Power, it's Terry Silver, the solicitor. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. So yeah. he's going to be on. He's, he's been on the show. That's my ringtone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. So, um uh, yeah, he's coming on at 10.30 tonight. Uh, when I'm back in Canada, we have got lots and lots of content. You can also find me all day, all week, apart from Friday, because I'm flying at We Are Tottenham TV. I'm in the studio with Ben. But yeah, my channel is Tottenham on Tour. You can find us on that name on YouTube and Tottenham to- at Tottenham on Tour on Twitter. Excellent. All, all of that will be in the description. Cheers. Thanks so much Brian, for coming Brian. on. Been a pleasure talking to you for a while. You've been in England. Take it easy, Brian, Brian, mate. Take it uh, easy. Trip home. Always, always. Uh, and I'll leave with my favourite two words. As always, Levy out. <laughs> <laughs> I think all, 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 just, just one thing on Conte. He sits on the fence, doesn't he, Brian? Sits on the fence. <laughs> Tell you what, uh, yeah. he's not much of he's not much of a of a chairman of the Levy membership club, is he? <laughs> Negative <laughs> about him all the time. No way. But yeah, His I mean, favorite, I, the, the favorite comment he ever said, I think it was on your channel, Tommy. It's when a uh, the whole gentleman's agreement with Kane was came out, and he said something along the lines of, "Having a gentleman's agreement with Daniel Levy is like going for a prostate exam, going in and finding out your doctor's Wolverine." just a quick point on on conte though i think it goes unnoticed on conte like i'm a, i think he's a good manager i'm not so sure he'd be good for, for united but for, at the moment but i think he would be very good for a lot of teams but what he does that a lot of managers don't do is they get he gets really good performances out of kind of like older players i mean it goes under the you know i mean he signed Ashley Young from us. I mean, no one thought Ashley Young would go to Inter Milan and be a you know a hit. You know, I was I was seeing Inter Milan fans on Twitter saying he's been like was exceptional out there. You know, and you know Lukaku had a point to prove. You know, uh, you know the old you know can't have a first touch stuff. There's no there's no doubt in my mind he would get Kane scoring goals, right? But he does need you know he does as everyone said he does need the money to go with it, but. Money isn't always necessarily big transfer fees. It might be getting someone who's 
on big wages who another club wants rid of, you know, and, you know, and like, like Sanchez was a classic example of that. You know, Sanchez obviously did did really well for Inter Milan in that league. Um, so, you know, I, I, you know, he's just got to be backed. And I think that's the problem when you have like this kind of levy, you know, I can't say his name. What was it? Patricia? Patric- 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 uh, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And, you know, is he happy with those two layers above? Because I think he's probably used to working with one, but there does seem at Spurs to be that other level. You know, it, it's um, it's always, I think, I think some of these managers, who especially who like a top managers, want a bit more control. And, you know, it's all right having in your it's contract. A, it's, you can, it, yeah. it's a good point. You're never going to get control, It's a very good point because he only signs youth players. He needs to sign some of a sell-on value. And it won't work with Conte. Again, it won't work with Conte. That's why I can't see this. I can't see this happen. As you say, young Sanchez in the early 30s, he wants immediate success, Conte, because he only has contracts for two years, three years, doesn't care about mm. 10 years' time. So you've got, you've got to bring you've got to bring those sorts of players in. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Con- thing with Con- Kane's song... It does work for 18 months before Pochettino comes back. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna kick it, man. I hope you're right to some extent. I hope you're right to some extent. I, but, think, um, I think there's more chance yeah. of Tim Sherwood coming back, mate. To be honest, <laughs> I love a delay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, sorry, Tommy. Much- you're talking about Kane and Son. We'll, we'll go around the board with Kane and Son. But yeah, uh, we'll start with you. Yeah, no, because I just saw it as your banner. I just wanted to mention the fact that. Um, <laughs> I think if Conte comes in, if Conte does come in, then, well, he played two at Inter. He, he changes it up, Conte, but only in terms of the attack. He always has three centre-backs. So he always plays with three, but sometimes he can go with a striker and two wingers or two strikers in a cam. I think probably what it will do is it will go with Kane and Son up top. I know, you know, Son, everyone who knows Son is a left winger, but um, I think he'll go with those two, chuck a cam in there, so he'll have Ndombele behind him. Kane and Son up top, we haven't seen Kane and Son up top together, like, you know, week in, week out. We've seen them on, like, substitutions. They sometimes move into that role together. But we haven't seen them from the start of games. And you've got, we just got to see that partnership is incredible. I mean, other clubs can see it. I'm not, I'm not sure if you've seen it yourselves, Matt and Ben. But we've seen it as Spurs fans. I mean, obviously, Kane got 13 assists and 22 goals last season. Top assist maker and top goal scorer. And that was all combined with Son, pretty much. They're the only two that can yeah. score goals for us. Well, they're, so, they're one off the all-time record with Drogba and... Uh, I can't remember the name. It might oh, be Lampard, but it's Drogba and someone at Chelsea have got the record. They're one. So two. he'll do a good job because, as I said, Lukaku and Martinez together, fantastic. Um, but the the problem with that is we don't play wingers. If you play with two up top, you play with a cam and you don't play wingers. Uh, so Lucas Mora, Bergwijn, Gill, who we just signed, probably going to be looking for for new clubs. Uh, and again, that will I'm not sure Levy will be up for that. I don't see this working. I don't see it gelling together. And as Ben said, we need to sign some of the older players. It's a very good point. And I just, I don't see Conte doing that. There'll be negotiations. Negotiations are happening right now. They'll be talking about all these things. And uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not that, um, I'm not that confident when those negotiations get past, like, I don't know, 20 minutes. I'm not, I'm not confident that uh, he'll sign, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, Matt, what, what do you think about Kane? Oh, oh, I, I, I was critical of Son because he, he obviously missed those two chances, but I did watch the, um, the, the Sky Sports um, replay, and he was running about chasing after everything. So I think I was a little bit harsh on him. Uh, but it's definitely the fact that he's not getting the ball and the lack of a playmaker is really affecting him. But in terms of Kane, how do you as an outside uh, Spurs, uh, you know, Spurs fans are really tall, like Brian said, he's Marmite now. Because of what he did in the summer and the refusal to train and all that, I think he's made a mistake there of uh, 
thinking that uh, the fans hate Levy more than anything, so he can do anything and then they'll back him because it's against Levy. But he's forgotten the fact that there's a badge on the shirt, which is bigger than both. Mm. Fans felt left down, let uh, let down. But while the transfer window was still open, it looked like he was sulking a little bit. But he, he, that that Arsenal game, the third goal where he uh, made the mistake, fell over. It was him who tracked back seventy yards to try and stop it. If you're not bothered, you don't run back seventy yards because you think well, it's not my problem. Someone else can deal with it. So I think he's trying. I think the lack of attacking play from Nuno is is killing him. Because there was a bit against United, uh, it was uh, in the corner, he got a throw-in out of it, but he's surrounded by two defenders, really battling away, managed to get a throw. That shows to me he's trying. It's just the the, 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 the negative play and the, the, uh, no attack focused at all is killing him. How, how do you see it? Do you think he's sulking? Do you think it's all affected him, the, the whole transfer saga? Do you think it's the tactics or do you think it's something else? Yeah, I think it's what is... I just, just as you was talking, then I couldn't help compare it to Rooney. Like you, you know, Rooney lost the fans when he was trying to leave uh, the same weekend that Fergie was uh, retiring, and he, you know, he, he went and said he wants to leave. And the fans, you know, the relationship with the fans was always after that was always kind of questionable. But then he became United's, you know, leading goal scorer. But I think the difference is United had a team of leaders. And I think mm. other players stepped up when maybe he was in this kind of limbo. With Kane, I don't think, I can't see he would step up. And I think with Kane, if he's not doing it on the pitch, Tottenham aren't doing it on the pitch. Um, and his, his attitude, I don't know his attitude, sorry, that's the wrong word to you. I think it's just, you can see there's just something not right with him. And, you know, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to kind of dig too deep just to realise, you can tell he's just in a bit of a mess at the moment. Um, like maybe it's the first time he's questioned his relationship with the fans. Maybe he's, he's, he, does he, does he think he made a mistake? I don't know. Maybe he'll try again in the summer. Um, there's just far too many questions over him, mate. And I, I think it's like, you almost, he almost needs a break. <laughs> like just, just get him out of the squad for a couple of weeks. I don't know. Just, to, um, just, I think sometimes you need to know when to drop players and yeah. I'm not saying it's the answer, but. I, I just every time I see him on the pitch at the moment, it just doesn't seem like the same player. But I have noticed as well a lot of the England players that came out of that tournament in the summer. They've all been questionable, you know. There's been a couple of good ones, but you look at Shaw and Maguire, you know, they're they're not. You can tell there's just something off with them. And has that played a part? I don't know. You know, it, it was a heavy summer for the England players, wasn't it? When you think about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you think, Ben? I mean, we we've, we've chatted about this quite a bit, you know. And what do you think's wrong with Kane? And, and yeah, I mean, also as well, Hoy, uh, well, I'll come on to Hoiberg in a bit, but yeah, what, what do you think's wrong with Kane? Because I, th I think if, if you're Liverpool and Klopp decides we're playing a really defensive game, we're not getting the ball to the strikers, Salah doesn't really score that many goals. So yeah, I, I definitely think it's a, it's a tactics thing. If we get an attacking coach, you'll then see Kane coming back to kind of his, his fitness and then look a lot happier. But it could be what Matt says that, you know, the England uh, uh, final loss has uh, affected him along with a few other players. Could be the whole transfer saga. But where do you see? I think, I, 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 I just think if I'm in the opposing dressing room and Harry Kane isn't on the team sheet, I'm happy. Hmm. I, I, I think that's just, it's just that straightforward. I mean, no disrespect again, this isn't, you know, swapping Rashford for Sancho, you know, where some people might say, you know, like for like, you know, or whatever, you know, it's, it, 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 you lose Kane, you lose, you lose, 
he's still he's still going to score goals if he gets a chance, isn't he? He's not he's not the hmm. he's let let's just for argument's sake say he doesn't care anymore, right? And he does he what he does want out, and he's just buying his time. I, I don't actually believe that as it happens, right? I don't think that's kind of him. In in everything I've seen, yeah, he wanted to leave. I think we all know that, but I don't think he's one of those players who just doesn't care. I, I don't see that, right? So for me. But let's say, for argument's sake, he does. He's still chasing Shearer's record. He's, he's not. He's not like not. You know, that guy. That guy is not there. Going. Oh, uh, you know, I, I, I won't put in that much this season because I might get a move next season. Then I'll score a few goals. He wants every goal he can get, right? And I do think watching the game the other day. He didn't have a chance. He was up against three centre-backs. And despite what people have written about us, our defence, right, two of them are very, very good, at least. I mean, Lindelof, you might say, is more middle of the road. But, you know, Maguire's, you know, one of England's first choice. Varane is, has won four Champions League. He's no mug, a World Cup, right? They, he was up against three of them. Very rarely did someone run past him, right? So I think, from, I mean, from what I've seen, I mean, I saw a game with, going back to um, Tommy's point, where I think it was against Southampton, where he assisted Sun four times in one game. <laughs> yeah, there. But I, I'm very sure. That, but, I, I, but I totally I think, agree, Ben. But at the same time, it kind of you just highlighted there the problem with Tottenham. Yeah, no, like, no I agree. It, uh, yeah. it's, it's it's Plan Kane, isn't it? There's <laughs> no, you know, yeah. it, it it's like Tottenham. How many seasons of Tottenham had the same issue of um, you need a support for you need some support for Kane when he's not playing? But who do you bring in because they know they're going to be on the bench? Well, I think I think Son. I have to be honest. Of saying that there's there's got to be a life outside of Kane for Tottenham. Surely, yeah. No, I think to... Son is. I think Son is a, is in that in that bracket. I I I, I, I like. I mean, uh, Kane is obviously the golden boy, the England captain. You know the you know the you know one of our own types. You know that all builds into it. We've I mean we've had at United loads of loads. Of, I mean. You won't see a United fan in the Skulls, Gerrard, Lampard thing say that one of those other two are better than Skulls. You know, the whole thing that comes through it, you know, it, that, that's, I and mean, Kane is very much like that. I just think, I think tactically is, I think tactically is the main thing. I, I do think, I think you're not playing anywhere near attacking football. Balls in the box against United. I don't remember them. I, like, we you know, I, I don't know. Kane would in the box with, I don't know, four of your defenders. Even David Beckham would struggle picking someone out yeah, with those odds. But, but I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the teams under Potch that, where Kane did well, where you had, you know, Ericsson, Lincoln, but also wide, you know, Trippier and, and Rose. You know, like, balls went in the box. I uh, I remember the, the, the headed goal, I think he scored against Arsenal as well. And I, I, I don't even see that happening. Like that doesn't even look like a phase of play. I know Mourinho got him dropping deeper, which worked. Obviously, he got lots of assists. But you know, you don't really want Kane out wide, or you know, the only he... goal he scored, the only goal Kane scored this season in the Premier League was a ball from midfield, a great ball from midfield for Hoybio put it into him, yeah. and he scored. He thought it was offside, basically. So. The only way he's scoring is on the edge, on the shoulder. He's not being yeah. fed in the box. He's got nothing in the box. He's less than scraps. He's yeah. less than scraps. So, as you say, I don't feel. Look, his head may his head was turned. Let's face it. Yeah. But as you say, you know that oh England thing as well. He hasn't won a trophy. Now he hasn't won a trophy as a professional footballer for seven years. You know, I think that England, the, you know, the Euros would have done him a lot of good if he just won that. So he's yeah. he was going through a difficult stage at the start. Any any player would. 
But as you say, I don't think his fight's gone. I don't think his fight's no, gone. Maybe maybe a little in the earlier games. I don't think his fight gone. His fight, uh, his fight's gone. You have to put the ball in the box. I mean, yeah. you, you can't. I mean, I would love to see a statistic, a heat map of how many touches he had in the opposition box. It can't be many. I mean, throughout the season, it can't be many. As you said, Man United probably didn't have one. So, um, yeah. It's, I, mean, uh, I mean, you look, you look at you look at his comparable peers. You know, the Lewandowski's of this world. If you don't give the ball to Lewandowski, if Bayern Munich don't get the ball to Lewandowski, he's not scoring many goals. Lewandowski's not dropping not. a shoulder, beating two, whacking it in the top hand corner. You know, that's exactly. that's that, that, that's not his game. You know, no, I mean, you know. I think Lewandowski is world class. I've seen, you know, but but that's the supply is there. I mean, you know, and I agree. I I, agree. I, I don't think he's. I think there might there might be an issue of belief in the system. You know, you, you don't run as hard when you don't believe the ball's coming, do you? You know, and it, you know that you know there may be a bit of that, but I don't think it's a downing of tools. I think there's yeah, a possible jet either. lag. I think there's a possible jet lag from from Euros. I mean, he he'd he'd be wouldn't be human if he didn't think about being the England captain lifting the international trophy, would he? He wouldn't have been, you know, he would not have been human. I mean, you know, there's one guy that's ever done that, you know. So I mean, you know, and you know, in the same summer he thought he was going to get a move, it didn't. So he's got disappointment, disappointment, you know. But then I do think he's he's the type that's professional enough to to pick it back up and go. But you do have to supply him. He's that, you know, he's that type. I mean. You know, I mean, I go back to one of my faves is Andy Cole, right? But Andy Cole again, he's not, he's not, you know, not making two players flicking it over your head, dropping a shoulder, smashing it in the top hand corner. It was never his game, and you know, even the shearers of this world, yeah, headers and that, but they, you know, that weren't their game. You know, it's mm. there's not, there weren't not many. I know you guys won't like this, but there wasn't many Thierry and Rees going. You know, not many, not many Messi's going. You know, that, that that's that, that's not it, and I, I just think. Whoever comes in next for Spurs, right? I think as Tommy said, like Inter Milan's front three last year, at the time they were playing Sanchez behind Martinez and Lukaku. I think there was a few others that play Ericsson, I think was a little bit as well. You know, he he will get he will get it right. The question is, is how attacking he is of his fullbacks. I think, you know, someone mentioned earlier about Victor Moses being, you know, you know, a player that he but he's a winger. I mean, you know. I've seen some United fans go, oh yeah, Sancho's going to be playing right wing back. If I mean, Sancho isn't the type, but I mean, there might be, there might be, there might be, know, would the, be that one. We, maybe Lucas Moura. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Lucas Moura he, he, against yeah. the weaker teams. Could he play a right side of a, I think he could. I mean, but, yeah, Bergwijn, I mean, but our right backs will still need time. So Royal and Doc, yeah. Doherty was a wing back for Wolves. Yeah. So we signed him as a wing back. So it'd be Doherty and Royal there. Yeah, uh, and yeah. and this is the thing. Um, yeah, can, Bergwijn can play there too. It's uh, it'll be interesting if he does come in because he he does for some reason he knows how to coach wing backs. It's very rare. Yeah, yeah. A lot of teams don't use wing backs, so um, so he knows he knows that role perfectly. Uh, but it's uh, we're gonna have to get rid of. We're gonna have to move some players on. We really yeah, he, are gonna have to find a way to move players on. He's a gap plugger as well. Just going back again, what we were saying, he'll he'll be in there two minutes and be able to identify where he's missing someone. He's that yep. type, right? And you know, no, 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 and that's serious. And you know, that's why he will Ashley Young. You know that that that's why those players, you know, they, because you know he's he knows it's come from a Premier League, which is probably a superior league, and he's you know he's plugged him in there. And you know, Ashley Young could play right side, left side. He knew he knew that value of that. I mean, he bought. I think he bought Darmian as well. Am I right in saying he got Darmian as well? Yeah, he plays for. I think they had him on loan. I think they had him on loan for a lot. Like, I mean, he basically yeah. came at a flash sale at our club, didn't he? I mean, you know. So I mean, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, uh, but look, 
I the answer to the question is I don't think Kane will be a problem if you get the ball in the in and around the box. You might you might have to sacrifice some of the defensive stability or lack or whatever for it. But you've got to get the ball forward. Yeah, you've got to get the ball forward. If you if your best player is your strike your main striker, he has to touch the ball. It's just that simple. Yeah. I mean, what do you think, Adam? On on firstly Kane. And, and also Sun as well, for that effect. And also, Hoiberg's comment after the match was, I mean, it was obviously a, a, an issue, but he, for anyone who doesn't know, he said something along the lines of, even if my cleaning lady was a manager, I'd give 100%. Everyone should be, but not everyone is. And, and, and to that effect. So, I mean, that says to me that not everyone is trying, and that can either be because Nuno hasn't got the back end of the players and he's lost the players, or like we were saying earlier with Delhi Ali, just don't care. But um, yeah, two two questions for you, Kane and Son. Uh, well, Kane especially. Uh, what do you think's happened to him? And do you think it's tactical? Do you think it's mental mentality? And secondly, Hoiberg. Do you th- what do you think he's getting at there? Yeah, well, I, I agree with everyone else. I, I think with with Kane, it's all tactical. Can you imagine how frustrating it would be for Kane? Seeing the ball go sideways, sideways, backwards, sideways, sideways, the whole bloody game. And you're, you're making these runs or trying to make these runs. The ball's just not coming anywhere near you. I mean, it's got to be frustrating for him. Um, and it's got to affect... I mean, as a striker, you know, you're looking for that record. You, you just want to score goals. You're not happy unless you scored a goal. You, you know, it's going to have an effect on you, isn't it? So, um, with Kane... Um, yeah, I, I think yeah, most of it is tactical. Um, his head may have gone down a little bit because he didn't get that move in in, in the summer. But um, the, the tactics that, that we were playing, that Nuno was playing, just yeah, it was no good for him. No good for him at all. Um, with Son, um, I was a little bit frustrated with Son actually um, against Man United because the amount of corners we had and free kicks, and he couldn't beat the first man. It happened mm-hmm. so many times. And you're like, you know, you've got a chance here to get a, ball, a good ball into the box for Kane or someone unchallenged, and you can't even beat the first man. Well, he, he did it once, didn't he? It's just unfortunate that Romero uh, was offside. Definitely did it more than once, where you just couldn't beat the first man. And, and I mean, it's, it's just so easy to defend. So easy. Um, our, our goal scoring on, on set pieces is, is diabolical. Oh, Awful. Absolutely diabolical. We just haven't got them. Um, there's no point in us having a set piece because we just don't put a good ball in the box. It's, it just even happen. direct free kicks. Even direct free kicks. We, we, mm. Eric Dyer was taking our direct free kicks for two years. Shots on goal, <laughs> Eric Dyer. Like, what? What's happening? What is happening? We had Phil, we had Phil Jones taking corners for about six, seven games. So I mean, I mean, I, I see you, and I up, I up. He's you. still there, isn't he? Is Phil he's still there? He's still going, man. He's, he's still there. He's got like a testimonial this year, I think. Testimonial year. Yeah. Ten years. No, I mean, I, I, one thing. One thing that I would just to say about Spurs as well is when United signed Bruno Fernandez, right? He gives the ball away so much, Bruno Fernandez, but it is in an effort of always scoring a goal, right? So I, I see opposing fans get on all the time about Fernandez giving the ball away, right? Oh, he gives it away too much. You know, you wouldn't see that from elite De Bruyne or whatever. Well, I mean, that ball to Ronaldo for the first goal last the other day, that is a classic example of a Fernandez ball. Play Before we signed Fernandez, we didn't have a player that would play that ball. 
Mm. Right? And that's I think, our problem as well. That's yeah, our problem. I, it's I, but that goes back to the Kane thing. That goes back to the Kane thing. Yeah. If if Harry Kane knows he's got a player that can that will be making the ball, even if it takes even yeah, six yeah. times a game, right? And he's going to give it away five. He will run six times, right? Yeah, I, I, you, I, I've, been, I've been saying that for however long I've known you, Tommy, haven't I? Since we got rid of Ericsson. Like, if you don't have yeah. a playmaker and someone who uh, players think they're going to find me here, they don't make the run because it's wasted energy. And it's just belief. Well, that's a simple belief. Simple belief. Here, I've got some news here. Sorry to cut you off from Jamie. Where I don't know where he's found this. You can let us know. It's been confirmed that Conte is at the training ground. I'm assuming to tell uh, Levy to his face. I'm going back to Italy. Um, <laughs> In yeah. Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, where did you find that? Was, was that a reputable source, Jamie, or was that a, a Twitter thing? That'd be good to know. But um, yeah. Sorry, but do you know what? That point with the number 10 is apt because I thought that as soon as I saw uh, Man United after the first two months of Bruno Fernandes, everyone was saying, you know, it's, it's his penalties, it's his penalties, his penalties. No, it's his risk. He, he takes the risky ball on, not just the goals. He makes that risky ball. More often than not, maybe you get it wrong. But you need to find you need to find a player that will have that can have that luxury. You have to you have to enable them to fail. You have to give them the, the opportunity to fail. And to do that, you, you know, sometimes you succeed. That's what I don't get. Ben Davis wasn't at fault for that goal. That was a ridiculous no, ball so. by Bernardo Fernandez, and nobody expected Ronaldo to hit that first time. No. And that was incredible. That's an incredible, incredible number ten, and one of the greatest players to ever step foot on the planet. So nobody's to blame for some goals. That's that, that first goal. Nobody's to blame, but the the blame is the reaction, and there was yeah. no reaction, and, and and the goals that came from that. And 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 we played four three three most of the season. We played four three three most of the season. So not only don't do we have not have a number ten that can you know, thread the pass through. We don't have a number 10. We didn't have a number 10. <laughs> so we had, so we had in Dombele recently and I saw, I saw, as you say, Adam, I saw a frustrated figure in Kane. I saw a frustrated yeah. figure where Everton Dombele got on the ball. I think it was against Villa. We beat Villa and then Dom, it was in Dombele's first start at number 10. To, you know, we've got to give him a little bit of credit. Um, but um, he just couldn't find him. He was getting so frustrated. There were simple balls down the line at times. And he, he, he needs service. Any good striker in the world needs service. And he's almost, one more thing, he's almost the architect of his own downfall last season because he created so much coming deep. We expect him to create. We expect him to score. We expect him to assist. We expect him to head on, on the front pot, on the near post, head the balls away from corners on the near post. We expect so much of him because he's been so great. So when yeah. people say he's a bottle job, this, that, and the other, it's, it's rubbish. Six, seven years, he's been yeah. unbelievable for this football club. Yeah, it's not exactly. even that, is it? It's not even that. Like he'll run the channels. He'll, you know, he'll hold it up. I mean, I, I still think the best game I've seen Kane play was that game against City last season, where he, he just absolutely smashed those two centre backs apart. And they were there, you know, I like you know, Diaz and Laporte. They're decent, you know. And he, you know, he looked, it looked men against boys, you know. And they, you know, that that, that was that was a really not not didn't I'm not sure, I can't remember if he scored, but he just held everything up you know and look i don't i don't think i mean, if, if 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 you're harry kane is not spurs's biggest problem i think that goes without saying i think you know what I mean, you've got a you know what you've got to play to people's strengths man you know it's just it's just that it's that it's, it's that simple yeah i mean to, uh conte as well jamie's come back sky sports news stayed at the training her ground hotel that, that's what he really wanted he doesn't who knows these things who knows these things because whoever's releasing this stuff needs to be sacked surely don't they yeah. 
Uh, uh, needs to be uh, sacked because they're giving away from, from Jamie though to be confirmed tomorrow, and he's taking training tomorrow. I mean that remains to be seen. I'm not convinced, but um, yeah, Adam Hoiberg. I mean, I wouldn't mind Hoiberg's comments if you know he didn't play a ball to skip and trying to fire it at his midriff for uh, whoever it was at United. I think Fernandez to come in and steal it and then give them the second goal. But uh, he's been superb for us, Hoiberg. Uh, it, yeah, or, I like you Hoiberg. know a year and a half, but. I'm not going to do you think those, those comments, who do you think they're aimed at? Everyone else, oh. probably. <laughs> <laughs> Which Everyone. players in particular? <laughs> because Son always runs about. Son always makes runs. Uh, I go back, that, that, that pass from the Celso, I mean, I was more angry about that than every single one of the goals because it was so terrible. But he's always making runs, and, and Romero's obviously been really good since he's came in. But who, who do you think he's digging out in particular there, Hoiberg? Or do you think it's just a, a general kind of thing, like Tommy says, the reaction to going down 1-0, terrible? Yeah, I think it's just a bit of frustration on his behalf. You know, he's let his professionalism down a little bit there by, by saying his comments. And, you know, they're, they're very sort of um, you know, ambiguous comments. No one knows who he's talking about. Um, I think it's just a bit of frustration, um, but I'm, I'm not going to knock for it. Um, he's, he's, he's fantastic, I think, and he, he puts 100 percent in. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's probably one of the only players that does at the moment. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to knock him, but I, I don't know who he was talking about. Probably the whole team after after that performance. I mean, who do you think he was talking about, Tommy? I mean, it's, it is ambiguous, but Sir Alex Ferguson showed the world if you're going to dig someone out on TV. You're ambiguous, and then you you dig them out to their face at the training ground or at the, the exactly in private. Yeah, exactly. Who do you think he's digging out, or do you think it's more a comment of the players just don't give a shit about Nuno anymore? And it's got to be the he's... latter. It's got to be the latter because if you look at the if you look at the first team, what's Skip, Lucas, Kane, Son? You can't be digging those out, surely. Ramiro, Dyer, you know, not very good. But I, I think they try to almost sort to sort of give it their best. But with this uh, with this tactical approach that Nuno gives us and um, the fact that we're just not good enough against some teams. We always look at ourselves, Tottenham, but there, there are clubs just better than us. You know, West Ham have a better owner, better manager, better players. It's as simple as that. It's not always us doing badly. It's other clubs being better, but that comes from the transfer budget, releasing, you know, releasing the uh, a higher transfer budget. So I don't think it's necessarily the players are not trying. I just don't think they're good enough. Quite frankly, I just I don't think they're necessarily good enough. But if that was aimed at anyone, it has to be the manager, doesn't it? It has to be the manager. Because the manager aimed uh, aimed it at them a few days before, didn't he? He said, like, yeah, some of the yeah. players in the squad are not good enough, da 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 da, da. So, yeah, it's probably too, a, bit, a bit of back and forth. So manager says yeah. that, you're in trouble. When he starts digging out players, you know, they're in tr- your, your team's in trouble. Jamie's got a different... Uh, his comments were meant for his cleaner saying she's doing a poor job. That's why he said I can't say too much. <laughs> I would absolutely love that. I would love that. I mean, it's been pretty depressing being a Spurs fan this season, but I'd love that if Pierre Hoiberg came out and said his cleaning lady weren't up to scratch. I'd love that. I think I think the I think the point is that when, when your club starts to sort of spread off into you know the managers getting at the players, the players potentially getting at other players or the manager. You're not one anymore, are you? It feels yeah. it feels like the beginning of you know an end. I mean, we've we had that United when it, you know Jose was there. You know he would like you know rave about like you know McTominay or whatever, but also like Fellaini and like every you know the fans would be like, huh? 
you know, you know, like you know, you know he, he, Flaney's just giving away a penalty against Evan. He's like, but what a performance, you know? Mm. And then you know, and and he would come in and he would say, and he and he would say stuff like, and he would say stuff like, you know, we got no um, sporting heritage or something, you know, mm. because we just lost to Seville. And you think, <laughs> uh, you know, and, and it, but what I mean is, it, it felt like at that point, like he, it was Jose Mourinho, the players, and the club, and then the fans, and all of a sudden, like that's that's never going to work. I mean, you look at someone like Klopp. Everything is one, you know. Every that's exactly what there. Pochettino did. Exactly what Pochettino did. Yeah. And what Moyes is doing at West Ham at the moment. It's it's yeah. it's it's the club. There's no the players, the manager, the fans, the board. It's the club. And and I mean I mean Matt, we talk about Hoiberg's coming there. Adam says it's a bit unprofessional, which probably it is. But it's not Roy Keane going on Man United TV and then literally digging someone out on live television. Um, but yeah, I, but. What, what we don't have, which you had there, is obviously, A, the greatest manager that's ever going to be in my lifetime. But as soon as something went wrong there or a player got out of line, get out, you're out of the club, he was in charge, whereas we put Levy. It didn't matter with Ferguson how much money they went for, essentially, as long as they get some money. I mean, Beckham went for like £23 million or something silly like that, but obviously football's a lot different there in terms of the money. But it sets the precedent, doesn't it? I mean, that was one of Alex Ferguson's greatest... Traits. I mean, he had about fifteen hundred. Let's face it. Uh, <laughs> he was in charge. I'm in charge. You're not in charge. I'm in charge. You get out of line. You get out. Yeah, whereas, it's whereas quite, we've it's... got too many players who are, you know, not pulling their weight. We've got the manager saying they're not pulling your weight. We've got a chairman who uh, says, well, they're not pulling their weight, but you know, they're only offering twenty million. And he's worth seven hundred. Um, yeah, Ben, spot on with the Mourinho comparison you know like your situation at the moment is compared to jose Mourinho's united you can't really compare to fergie's because there was like you know there was keen at such high standards that you know as soon as they slipped people were knowing about it but i I don't really know too much about what heiberg said i've i I kind of saw something briefly but i don't know the full extent of what he said but it was just literally that he was questioning the uh, attitude of the players it sounded like or or what tommy said it's it's the players aren't trying because the manager they don't care about but yeah it was yeah it was like my cleaning lady if my cleaning lady was the manager i'd try my hardest other players it's got to be both, hasn't it? It's got to be a bit of both there, probably. Because he's basically said he's, the manager's a cleaning lady. He's basically said the manager's a cleaning lady. And he's <laughs> and he said that um, he said the players aren't uh, the players aren't good enough. So, yeah. Whoever's coming in has got a big job, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. oh, I, mean, I mean, Jamie is really setting himself up for falling. I'm looking forward to a manager going mental on the sidelines. That is what we need in the manager like content. Not a man when we are goal down, he strokes his beard. I am excited. But this is I mean, the thing. This is, you mentioned Sir Alex. And I say, Jamie, uh, uh, you know, Sky Sports News aren't just doing the journalist thing to get people watching their um, show. But yeah, I mean, we pretty much come to the end. We're, we're pretty much repeating everything now if we go over stuff. And to be honest, I don't want to go over the game again because it was awful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we've spoken about it enough. But yeah, uh, thanks guys so much for coming on. The Man United guys. Uh, Good that I'm friends with you because I know that you wouldn't be uh, <laughs> that horrible. Uh, yeah, and, and give me a lot of crap. And give we're we're, we're crap. still a work in progress, also. So we, you know, we're no athletes. <laughs> well, it's not well, a time yeah. to get cocky. <laughs> no, well, well, yeah, maybe not. But uh, it was still a battering loss. And then, you know, but yeah, Adam, thanks as always. Uh, 
So, yeah, I, I'm not doing a stream on Friday. I'm actually doing a stadium tour. I, I, I got it paid for me. I didn't want to say it when Brian was on it. Oh, it's yeah. a good job you fucking <laughs> didn't say it when Brian was on it. Oh, Howard. Well, if you get a hanky, if you get a hanky from the merchandise shop, you're in trouble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, before the time Brian hears this, he'll be on a plane, so he won't hear that. <laughs> you like you live streaming that, Chris? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm not doing an Everton preview, but then all my previews, I say that we'll win, and then we end up winning, so it'll be a good thing. But yeah, uh, Tommy, a pleasure as always. Um, yeah, ho- hopefully we get the news that we wanted in the in in and, and what Jamie says is actually true with uh, Conte staying at the training ground and then training next uh, uh, tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I mean. I'm, like we said, you, you did a stream yesterday where Nuno was waiting to be fired. Uh, I've done the stream where he is fired. And then someone will do a stream tomorrow where Conte or whoever it is is hired. But, um, Ryan Mason. Well, <laughs> He's got to be mentioned be, once. Yeah, uh, Neil but, yeah. has been appointed on a, on a, on a short term. You know, I was going to say something. I was going through the stream. As we we're going through the stream, I say, I've got a funny feeling Mason might be there till christmas till january because conte will not come in unless he gets the budget so conte could be there for two months work his magic and then not get the transfer budget be like okay fuck off you've you haven't given me the transfer budget so he'll want <laughs> the transfer budget straight away in january mason till Jan- i've heard that i've heard mason till christmas yeah, so I'm, I'm, i wouldn't I'm be sure. too into that but it remains to be seen you know. it'll, it'll, it'll probably be we, we said yesterday that uh, nuno had been fired it just wasn't official and then obviously this morning about 10 o'clock it made official so yeah let's just hope that conte's deal has been signed it's just not official until tomorrow but um yeah, Tommy Talks Ball, TTB, that's your channel. Uh, uh, anyone who watches this should know by now uh, where to find that. It's in the description anyway, but for people who don't know, uh, tell us a bit about your channel, where can people find it? Yeah, yeah, I stream quite a lot, like four or five days a week. Chris, you're always involved. I get, uh, I do previews of other fans, like I uh, like the Man United fans you got on today. It's actually weird because on, on Friday, the Man United, the, the chap I was doing it with, the, uh, the Connor, I was saying that we don't want Conte either, which I couldn't, I couldn't quite i could oh, i was shocked when they said he didn't want conte but i think ben you said that as well i'm i mean yeah like, we'll be not, we'll be celebrating for we'll be celebrating for the next three years if you get conte tomorrow like if he did be mad, <laughs> 18, mad. 18 months because pochettino's if, yeah sacks in two months we'll still be celebrating you know what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um yeah ttb tommy talks ball uh and tomorrow night hopefully hopefully 9 15 conte will be announced so you can join me 9 15 i'll have a plethora of guests on so yeah uh, tommy talks ball youtube channel but not Go over there, subscribe if you if you know if you haven't already done so, but not before you subscribe to Chris and smash those likes. Make sure you get those likes up. So yeah, cheers for having me. It's been good. It's been good. It's been good. It's a pleasure having everyone on here as always. Uh, ben, uh, wasn't sure if you were going to come on, uh, but yeah, been uh, good having you on. And it's, it's good to actually t- essentially everything you've said is what you text me over the last four months. So yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. But yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, yeah. And Matt, uh, pleasure as always. Uh, great to have you on. And, and for people who don't know the background that you see there, it all came about because of Matt helping me with uh, video editing and photo editing. So, yeah, he's a, he's a part of the show, even though he doesn't uh, <laughs> that often. But, yeah, uh, cheers, guys. And uh, like I said, with the United fans, uh, even though you, you kind of uh, said that you can't really brag, it's nice that you didn't brag. Mike on last week, West Ham fan, was bragging a little bit, which... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cup final, but, um, yeah, so it's good, good to uh, have you guys on and have a chat. But yeah, I mean, he wasn't too bad, Mike. But yeah, he got a bit uh, excited <laughs> about the fact that he beat Tottenham. But
yeah, I don't know any Everton fans really. So uh, yeah, there, there'll be a show on Monday after the game, but like I say, there won't be a Friday. Um, they're hard to get hold of. The Everton fans are really, really yeah. difficult to get hold of. Yeah, man, it's weird. It's weird. But, but yeah, I'll try and have one. Hopefully, as well. we can win that. I mean, we've got Vitesse in midweek, which we have to win that. Really, I mean, we've got to win both our games in this Conference League to really st- or, or guarantee to stay. We might get lucky if we win one and don't win another one. But yeah, I mean, hopefully, we get the manager in that we wanted. Whether it's Conte, whether it's not. Uh, who knows? But let's hope what Jamie says is right, and that Conte is at the training ground has been pretty much signed, sealed, delivered. It's just waiting to be. I've got announced. this lovely vision of Conte just like cozied up on a on a sofa with a little blanket, like in the in the training ground, like just like <laughs> waiting. I'm going to sign well, in the morning. He gives me that extra hundred million. Yeah, there's <laughs> more of an image that he's gone in and going, "What the." F- Call this a king-size fucking bed. It's a single. <laughs> it's like hitting the vending machine, hitting the vending machine at like 1am going, oh, the Maltesers are stuck. <laughs> I asked for room service half an hour ago. But, yeah, just sleeping in the reception let's, area. Let's just hope we get an attacking manager in and, and get Kane and Son firing because anyone in football really knows this. Tottenham's best players are the attacking too. So if if you want to win games, you've got to get them on the ball. And yeah. we all want you to finish above Arsenal, right? So there you go. Oh, yeah, At yeah, the very yeah, least, yeah. It's, yeah. they're well getting done, a bit cocky you... again, isn't they? They're getting a bit cocky again, isn't they? So save yourself, Ben. You can come back on. Come back on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cheers, guys. Cheers as always. Uh, make sure you hit the like. Make sure you hit the subscribe. Then go over to Tottenham Tour and Tommy Talks Ball. Do the same thing there. Uh, yeah. Be back on Monday after the Everton game for. Love of God, let me have something to cheer about and actually talk happily about and can talk about the new managers, hopefully, who we all want. So, till then, oh, it's been a tough couple of days, but come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, you Spurs. See <laughs> you yeah, guys. Thank you so much for watching, for everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions or questions to the comments section on the video. Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you can get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12, UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs! <laughs>